Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, it is a happy, happy day. Today, we celebrate A.I. Brooks. Today, we celebrate New Hampshire, the entire state Today, we we stand silk sheets in the honeymoon suite (laughs) is the best day that's ever happened. And the only thing to make it better is one other person besides you. Yes, of course. One of our favorite guests to have on um, to come on the Dawson's Creek podcast, grace us with her presence. Of course, she picked the episode <laughs> that Big D used his Big D. We oh, have Kimmy. Oh man, that's that's just fantastic. This is the second sex episode that sex sex episode I've been on. So I'm sorry. Sex episode. Yeah, sex episode. Sex episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like not okay though because this is the first episode I feel like I was sexually attracted to Dawson. Oh no no no, Kimmy! I was gonna say there's a moment and we'll talk about it where I legitimately because Sarah before has been like oh my god James Vanderbeek is like attractive blah 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 I have never been on board with that. However, there was a single second moment in this episode where I was like. Silk oh sheets. I was was like, it the silk yeah. sheet? It was this. It was this. It, it was, was not the sheet. That okay. That was like a half a moment when he had his arms behind his head. No, it's the moment where he has to go up and do a speech Ooh, for yes. the thing, and he's like at the podium, and he's like, "Oh, and thank you to my girlfriend Jen." And he moves his eyebrows in such a way, like uh-huh. James Vanderbeek has eyebrows. He has they're snatched. They're amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would kill for his eyebrows. 
And yeah. he does this thing where he just lifts them up ever so slightly. And I don't know what it is about it. I was just like, okay, he can get it for like a single second. Dawson can get it. No, I, I think I literally wrote in my notes. Dawson looks hot at the exact point you're talking about. Yes. I you. Yes. It's an eyebrow thing, Kimmy. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what it was. If you know how to move your eyebrows in a specific way, it's all in the like nose and up where it's like eyes and eyebrows. If you have a good wink, if you have a good like lift one brow up and do one of these things, you know, yeah. something about it. Sarah looks confused. She looks befuddled. Well, it's just, of course, you're going to pick the most random like Scooby thing that he does. <laughs> in order for him to be hot like he can't just be hot you have of course to he take... can't just be hot he's dawson yeah. he's but he's dawson elevated people <laughs> I'm, well I'm now he you. has had sex and so yeah. that does elevate him yeah he's a little too co confident afterwards but like I, i'm i'm with it like he's very so confident <laughs> for someone who has just lost his virginity with someone else who has a lot more experience than him he like said, he's very confident he's feeling good it was a good experience he said i've always heard that your first time isn't that good but you and then jen corrects we Ugh. he goes we were good <laughs> we were is. good okay but like we're gonna have to get there. we're gonna get there when we get there but also i'm kind of like okay is jen just saying that because like you no. know lasted like three she seconds a hundred percent no uh a hundred percent yeah no i refuse but we will we will get there um but first we have to start with the we have to start at the beginning as always a uh, hotel new hampshire season five episode eight the one where it all happens um where we start <laughs> off on pacey's boat um and uh and they're just talking about like oh like how are things like how, how are things going and Dawson just, I don't know, Kimmy, Dawson just seems like bored. He's like, I'm not in school. I'm basically like trying to help my mom with the baby, but she pretty much is like, nah, get out of here. Like I have nothing to do. Yeah. He like, he definitely is not feeling life right now. Um, and he feels like his friends aren't like relying on him or like talking to him normally. But I also um, feel like he does like one of the phrases that I hate when people do. They're like, oh, do you want to talk about it? And I'm like, but we're already talking about it. You know when Pacey's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm obsessed <laughs> with this girl. And he's like, do you want to talk about it? And I'm like, but we are talking about it. Like, this is <laughs> talking about it. Like, cool. um, You're so right. Yeah. I've never even thought about that before. Yeah. Just, I do that all the time. People do that all the time. It's like, oh, I'm in like such a crappy mood. It's like, do you want to talk about it? We already are. We are talking well, about it. Right okay, now. hold on, hold on. Because then I've gotten to the situations where I'm like, oh, like, do you want to talk about it? And then these people are like, no. And then it's well, like, then they shouldn't have brought it up. Bring it up because they want to talk about <laughs> it. Jesus. They, um, they, also, they, Sarah, I immediately what? thought about you in this scene because Dawson is wearing a mock turtleneck. And I was oh, yeah, like, he looks fucking amazing. As if like Sarah didn't isn't already going to like love Dawson this episode. He's also wearing a mock turtleneck. Like, this is very New Englandy. This is such a New England vibe here. He's preppy. What can I say? I do like that Dawson and Pacey are hanging out again. Like, oh, yes, so nice. they're really friends that they are like talking he's on the boat mm -hmm. um i don't know about this like idea that pacey is driven at given that he's living his life at the restaurant but but you know i like that dawson's complimenting him again it's fine mm -hmm. yeah and pacey himself like i do like his outfit where he's wearing this like type of henley like heavier sweater but i don't know what's happening with his hair 
It looks like he like took a comb and like wet it and then like brushed his hair straight back, <laughs> which is never a look because you always only the villains do that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not it's not a good guy look. He looks like an artichoke. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> Sorry. He looks like an artichoke. I see it. Like I see it. Vegetable? Yeah, I see I'm it. Googling I totally artichokes see it. just so I can make sure I understand no. what you're talking about. Like the green thing? He looks like a hedgehog, I think. I think those are one and the same, honestly. <laughs> yeah, artichokes, hedgehogs, who knows the difference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They are the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pacey's just like, listen, you gotta like take some time and like, you know, relax a little bit. Like, and he calls himself the king of directionless. Um, and he's just like, you know what? You just have to like go on with life a little bit and take what life throws at you. Um, but yeah, he calls, he does call Pacey driven and he's just like, and it's very funny, Kimmy, because what, so I want to know your thoughts, Kimmy, on like the Pacey working in the kitchen. Like, is this a storyline that's working for you? You know, I love, I love Pacey Witter. Like he's, he's my go-to guy forever. I, if they cut out every single scene that he's in for the first eight episodes I wouldn't I wouldn't have been mad like I do <laughs> not give a fuck about the kitchen a Karen the other guy I'm just like who cares who cares who cares who gives a flying fuck about any of this yeah I think I'm with you I don't know Sarah like part of me is happy that like PC has found something he enjoys but also I really loved boat PC and like Pacey like traveling and just like seeing the world yeah and I honestly don't give a single fuck about like Karen or or Danny or any of the restaurant people the characters I know it's just that how else are we going to get Pacey in Boston right he's not going to school right now uh so it makes sense on how to keep Pacey with the rest of the creek creeps because even though I love boat Pacey it like him traveling around just wouldn't work for the show but yeah I, I agree I, I, other things he could be doing I guess or like well, make what, the restaurant crew more interesting I think yeah, I don't know I well, they it. tried they tried and they went with an affair situation and a love triangle and it didn't work I'm just I just I'm tired I'm also tired of Pacey saving girls like, can you get a yeah. different storyline? Just anything yeah. else besides, like, I'm looking for a damsel in distress. It's really annoying. That's his type, right? That's yeah. his type is a girl who needs his help. And that's kind of why him and Joey didn't really work out because she didn't need his help, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, he starts talking all about this caring girl and how, like, oh, I tried to get her out of this, like, destructive relationship, but she's not attracted to me. Blah, 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 blah. Um. <laughs> So, like, again, who cares? Largely, I, I simply don't give a fuck about Pacey and Karen this episode because I've never liked Karen. They've never really given us a reason to like Karen. She's always been kind of rude to Pacey. And on top of that, it's like, okay, well, since you're sleeping with the head chef, well, now we know why he didn't give you that job that Pacey ended up getting. You know, it kind of ruins that whole situation. They're trying to catch um, lightning in a bottle again with the bickering because they know that we mm. liked that with Joey and Pacey. They know that that we liked that with Andy and Pacey. So they brought in the dynamic where Karen and with Pacey, they were bickering all the time. They were teasing each other. So I think that's why they were like, oh, you're going to care about Pacey and Karen. But we don't because... <laughs> 
she feels so removed like with audrey she feels like she's part of the crew and because she's in the college setting karen just felt very removed from everybody else yeah and the the bickering wasn't like flirty bickering Kimmy. Mm -hmm. it was very much like no i actually don't have fucking time for your bullshit pc bickering you know yeah and i just yeah i don't the bickering didn't hit for me and like nothing she says makes any sense like (laughs) at all like she she, she's not interesting she's not smart like i'm just not a karen fan she seems like maybe 30 years old yeah it's just too much yeah i agree um so then we have jen and joey studying and again okay Sarah, you and I have talked so long about like Jen and Joey should just be friends. Like, why can't they just be friends? Now it feels like, okay, maybe they're actually friends now because they're out of high school. They're in college. They're like getting along. They actually are hanging out a bit. We see them studying together, which to me is like a good sign of friendship because you're like, you're not even really chatting. You're just kind of sitting in each other's spaces, which feels like I know it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but to me it feels very intimate that you could just sit silently and work together and not feel the need to like feel that silence. Yeah. But Kimmy, it's all about to get ruined. <laughs> no, like we'll get into this, but like when Jack tells Joey that um, that Jenna's not like going away for the weekend with Dawson, I feel like she may think that like Jenna's lying to her because she doesn't say anything in this session. But like, yeah, this friendship is about to get blown up. And this scene like parallels. Remember when Joey got back from the boat with Pacey and she went to go talk to Jen with the same sort of parallel, like they're bonding over their love of Dawson friend wise and Joey's trying to trust Jen and then boom, it's not going to end well. They're just not meant to be friends. I don't think. Yeah. It just kind of sucks though, because like in a different universe, because they're two girls, it's kind of like, just because they're two girls doesn't mean no. that they're supposed to be friends. They're just two females that got slapped together in a friend group. So it what? Just, they're supposed to be I'm magically best friends? It's more like because they're in the same friend group. And like, I guess because Joey has Audrey now, I don't really care if she has another like female friend that she can kind of divulge stuff to. But for Jen's sake, I feel really bad for her because think about it this way. Her and Jack aren't on good terms right now. And like she doesn't okay she's not really being friendly with joey she doesn't seem especially close to audrey um the i forget the girl's name but the girl that like the that freaking charlie was like, cheating with yeah like they're not like because it's going to be awkward because charlie wants to get together with nora now so who really does jen have besides dawson who she just fucked like there's not, not really that, a she friend. got that big d she, she got, got that big d, big d to keep her company <laughs> They're going to move to North Carolina and then they're just going to be the golden, not North Carolina, New Hampshire. And they're just going to be the golden couple and everyone's going to be fawning over them and bringing them bread baskets. Oh my God. She looked so beautiful in the scene, Michelle Williams. Like she looked very pretty. Oh, absolutely. She's yeah. looking, I, I really love the look they've given Jen this season. I feel like it's one of my favorite Jen aesthetics. Um, I mean, it's not that hard because when she had the short hair, big wolf, but like, I just, I really love her look in this, this season in general. Um, but they're talking about like this whole winter formal thing. So apparently Jack has asked, um, Joey to go to the winter, winter formal with him, which, 
again, we get into a little bit more of like a Jen hates the frat. Like she's like not really talking to Jack about it. Um, and Joey gets end up having to keep Jack company. But Kenny, my question is, why the fuck is he bringing Joey? Why doesn't he find a cute boy to bring? I don't understand this. No, legit. Like when we get into the next scene, the guy literally said everybody has to get laid. He's not going to get laid with Joey. So like, I do not understand why he has to bring Joey. There's like a key piece. Um, I just, it, I thought they were not homophobic. Like let him bring a cute boy. Come on. Yeah. I wonder if he just felt like I my it's my job to bring my girlfriends i don't know because to get some social capital with the rest of the guys but he could have brought some girls without having to have himself have a date with the girl right like i don't know it seemed like you had to have a plus one okay so go find a cute boy to invite i'm just saying like and i know it's not you know, uh, he, if the thing is, is that he feels like he's kept saying this whole uh, season, it's like, I want to be able to be myself. Like, I don't yeah. want to be labeled as like the gay guy. I want to just be gay and that be okay. And like that, not uh, encompass my entire personality. It's like, okay, well then be gay. Like go out and go find a cute guy to like invite to this party. It didn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, but then they start talking about Dawson. So Joey asks, oh, how is Dawson doing? So she knows that like him and Jen have been hanging out. Um, and she's just like, and so Joey's just checking in. She's just doing a quick little check-in. Like, I just want to make sure that, you know, every he's okay. And Kimmy, I gotta say, I really like this from Joey. She's like understanding that like, maybe she's not the best person to like walk him through this grief and like, maybe she's not the right person to like be ne right next to him through all of this. And so she's kind of taking a step back and letting someone else maybe take the reins. And like, I really appreciated that about Joey. Yeah. She's like checking in on him without like being overbearing and knowing that the last thing he said was like, he wanted to like dream and, and that awful disgusting weird kiss that they had, like, but she's not like pulling that away. Um, no, Joey, Joey's been the ultimate mature human being uh, the last couple episodes, which means we are in for a, a ride after she finds this out. <laughs> Look at her. Look at her. Aren't we proud of her? She's I am. Yeah. Doing her best. Yeah. And she Good even says her. she's like, it's really hard. And I like that she she's not only giving him his space, but she's also admitting that, like, yeah, this is really hard for me to not be the one seeing him through this. Like we we talked about this before and like how she feels like oh i'm it's time for me to reciprocate right like he got me through my mother's death it's now time for me to get him through his father's death but like it's not always a one to one and i like how she's realizing that and like i do think this is a lot of maturity from joey when mm -hmm. she can be a little bit of a petty bee um and so i'm really liking this this side of joey here um, and I also love that again, this is all probably going to change next episode, but for this moment in time, we get Joey saying like, I can't think of a better person for him than you right now. I'm really glad you're there for him. And I was like, oh, did Joey Potter, did Miss Josephine just compliment Jen? What is happening? It's a setup. It's, <laughs> it's just a setup for it to all come crashing down. Yeah. yeah. It's they fine. Really, they like... I, that's so true, Sarah. Like they put this episode, this this scene here, so that when she finds out, she's gonna be like, "You bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. just waiting for me to go in the wings for you to jump on him." 
I was supposed to take his V card. <laughs> I can't wait for next episode. It's so funny, Sarah, because like we've talked a little about like like the episode right before this, we were like, eh, it's kind of like very meh for us. Like there have been some season five storylines we're not like super thrilled by. But like I really think this is a case of like it being like up then down then up then down where i'm like oh, oh yeah my God, they pulled us back in with this episode yeah, we're on a roller coaster and i'm totally fine with that i don't mind mm -hmm. being on a roller coaster the the lows are not that low i gotta be honest with you they're really not no i but, think the thing is is people yes. love seasons like two and three and so then anywhere beyond that people are like oh the rest of it is trash but like there's still some like treasures in the trash kimmy i don't know i think that like season five is fine and we get audrey and we're getting other fun things yeah, listen, Sarah, you 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 told me to embrace the ride, and that's what I'm doing. I thought I would never watch season five again in my whole life, and yeah. here I am. Talking here you about are. It. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it nice to feel positive? I'm not it that is. bunch of a positive bitch, but, like, here I am. <laughs> I'm just living my good life. <laughs> um. So, uh, and then we get, okay, so sarah up until yeah. now i would say i would say you probably would say i've been very fair to fraternities but you have that is all about to change <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say i gotta say i just don't think it's the fraternity's fault that jack is acting like an ass oh i think listen it is jack's prerogative to be like the dick that he's being however the institution of, I'm not going to say fraternities as a whole, but this specific fraternity on this specific episode. Sigma Epsilon, is, call he, it by its name. He is trying to quote unquote like fit in with this fraternity. And by fit in, it means be a misogynist piece of shit. And like literally the first thing we hear out of the fraternity in this freaking episode is, all right, simmer down, ladies. No offense, Jack. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. So actually he was just meeting your gay quota and you actually aren't going to be treating him with respect, Kimmy. Like that was all just for show, obviously. Honestly, that was the least offensive line that he said the entire time. <laughs> like, every, <laughs> everything was so much worse in this scene that like that line didn't even offend me as much as everything else because Jack chose to continue laughing at that dumb joke, but everything else from there on is offensive, including that goatee. <gasps> Kimmy! I'm Okay, Kimmy, the entire episode, I was like, that fucking guy's facial hair, I truly cannot see anything past it. And then he shaved it for the party, and I was like, this is so funny to me, because instead of the episode, instead of, like, the, the, the cast or whatever being like, okay, shave the goatee before you come on set... Yeah. They were like, no, 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 no. We need you to have the douchey goatee and then shave it before the party. <laughs> that was very confusing as well. For yeah. People have face blindness. I'm like, like, who is this guy? I've never yeah, seen this. Who's this new cute guy? <laughs> who's the other guy? I don't know. Oh, my God. The only person I recognize is Polar Bear, who is a constant and a great potential chapter president Listen, of this fraternity. Sarah, Polar Bear's line... Um, I believe was come on dog we know you got some hottie friends <laughs> what? no I don't I don't think it was polar bear that said that it was one of the guys but uh polar bear is the one who says um everybody must get laid 
on the spirit of house love, I need names, people. Decent looking honeys ready to put out. <laughs> Verbatim, that is what he said. Decent okay, looking so honeys. Polar Bear just wants everybody to have a good night. Is no. that so bad? Yes, because yes. he's saying, oh, don't invite, don't bring a plus one unless they're ready to give you sex, is what he's saying. <laughs> and don't even get me started on the irony of naming the one black guy in the fraternity polar bear and he's 33, I, yeah, I know. He's 33 years old minimum and <laughs> he, if you watch it again he's sweating he's sweating because he even he knows he's like oh damn i have to say this fucking line about honeys wanting to put out yeah this is all ridiculous and so then they're like oh what about those this is like okay Sarah, we've talked about this before on a few yeah. podcasts where we're like, it's very obvious that there are like 45 year olds writing for teenagers and like college kids. Yeah. Um, the what about those fine ass Worthington chicks? Like very much reads to me as like, oh my god, a 50 year old wrote this line. <laughs> <laughs> so many lines I know. In this episode. Like, I'm I'm gonna drink every single time you say a ridiculous line and I'm <laughs> I'm drunk already. We're only <laughs> we're only at scene three. <laughs> I have a question. Is it um so, like, what school does Jack and Jen go to? Does anybody know? We don't know the name of it, but I think what it is is, like, Worthington is, like, the is the private Ivy League school. But and also, whatever Harvard school- actually exists in this universe. Let's be clear. Right. And okay. I think they're going to just, like, a state school that's in Boston or something. But I don't know if it has a name. Yeah, they're going. They're they're at Boston school, you know, not Boston it College, doesn't matter. Boston University, just Boston school. <laughs> Boston school. Boston school. <laughs> um, Polar Bear was in a few other movies. He was in uh, a bunch of uh, Tyler Perry Medea movies. Oh God. <laughs> he was in Surface. Oh God. He was in. I don't know what Surface is, yeah. but that was in two thousand and five. Um, Polar bear with another uh, amazing line. Kimmy, ready your drink when uh, when they're like, oh, yeah. Um, one of the guys says, come on, dog. We know you got some hottie friends. Then polar bear says, and we know you're not looking to score with them. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. And so Jack concedes and he's like, yeah. And again, this is where Jack is like, okay, we immediately are like, we hate to say it. But Jen was right that like Jack has now morphed into this like frat bro douchebag who says things like, yeah, I think I know a girl that meets the specified requirements. Oh, disgusting. This scene really like um, it's turning my stomach like this. This can't be what the 40 or 45 year olds think college guys sit around doing like <laughs> it was embarrassing it was truly embarrassing it felt <laughs> it did feel um a little abc family greek yes. it did yes, yes. It did. very much that's exact vibes i got sarah and again like up until now i was fine with the fraternity because it very much felt like oh okay this is a group of friends that like jack has been wanting to hang out with like he wants people that like share his interests and see he fits in with but now we're getting to the point of like oh we're getting to the gross point and i really I, I hate these guys it took one episode for like my my opinions to completely change uh and then we have douchebag goatee uh saying i've seen these quality chicks mcphee hangs out with i call dibs oh i mean Ugh. if it's dibs it's dibs yeah let's be real that goatee like I, I need to know the conversation that happened that was like we missed this and we can't reshoot but you can no longer be on the show with that thing <laughs> on your face it is 
creature growing out of your chin please oh my god it's so bad oh it it was probably they were probably filmed this first scene and then the showrunner was watching back he's like who the fuck let this dude on the screen shave that shit (laughs) (laughs) it looks terrible it's so bad it's very bad i mean like i'm okay with goatees in general but you need to have the mustache part it should also like match or i think it's because it's like it's it's so big that it's like might as well just have a beard is it a chin is it a chin toupee (laughs) toupee is it is it like like made of pubes It's a pubie toupee. Is that what it is? Like, is that the problem? But they didn't be like, oh, I'm glad that you've shaved your chin. It just looks like something that is taking over his face. It's like, okay, you know how they have like the flesh eating bacteria skin thing where it like spreads? You mean like the it looks like the facial hair that I have on my chest? Yes, (laughs) except hair. Um, so then we have PC going to Karen's apartment again. Why? Who knows? Um, but, uh, he's just like, listen. so he decides that he is going to do his PC thing and talk and talk and talk and convince her that she has to go out with him. Um, and she's like, eh, I don't really want to go on a date. <laughs> and at this point I'm like, PC, just give it up. Like she's not interested. <laughs> she's like, I'm good. But does she have any friends? Like, no. I just. She lives such a sad life. Like, she seems yeah. awful. Also, you guys are so right. This is just Doug's apartment. And also, it's an apartment that they use in a lot of One Tree Hill episodes. So it must be like the, <gasps> like, yes, woman's the mi- apartment. Yes! yes! Oh my gosh, yes! Whose apartment is it in One Tree Hill? Isn't it? Know. Isn't it Peyton's, like, bedroom? It looks like that to me. Yeah, it could be Peyton's bedroom. Also, yeah, definitely that. One time, Brooke dated this guy who was, like, an older teacher and he had an mm-hmm. apartment there. Um, and I just so I've watched a lot of One Tree Hill over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> but it it it's so distinct and it's very, it's very clear. And yeah, I'm so it's very obvious. You, I'm so proud of you, Sarah, for not calling it the basketball twin show and actually calling it One Tree Hill. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really trying close. hard. <laughs> um, so Pacey decides, like, I'm just gonna like honestly be so persistent that she has to say yes and he promises to keep it like platonic which at that point i'm just like i don't understand what the move is here pacey like you act you don't want to be friends with her you want to date her so why are you promising to keep it platonic like what is even the point then just to hang out just to hang out with her is that what he wants he knows that she's going through shit so he's trying to be there for her to be Mr. Fix It is all it is. Like he yeah, finds broken women and he wants to fix them. Well, I, don't, I mean, broken women. I mean, come on. Oh, like, no, that's what I'm saying. He has a type of like, oh, you have something wrong, or do you need help, or do you need support? That's me, Pacey. It's just, I think yeah. that maybe that's how he perceives it. But I just want to be like, yeah, Andy wasn't a broken woman. Oh, I'm not. She call- was a I'm woman sorry. in yes. progress. Let me rephrase. Ooh. I am not calling them broken. I'm saying that's what he thinks and that's what he goes after. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but this, like, she put herself in this position. No one is forcing her to date this married True. man. And she's continuing to do it. And Pacey's like, I have to save her. You deserve to be treated better than this way. Well, first of all, does she? I don't know. She doesn't then- <laughs> saving Pacey. She needs to just. 
say, hey, Mr. Married Man, I'm done. Like, there's no saving that needs to be happening. She is not, like, in a, like, domestic violence situation. Right. Like, she's not in any of those situations. It's a very simple, hi, you're married, we're done. It's yeah. Ridiculous. So, um, so she does agree uh, that they're, they're going to go out. It's going to be a platonic date or whatever, a friendly outing, whatever that is. Um, and then we have Dawson in therapy again. Um, and he's talking about how all of his friends, so this is two months since his dad has died and everybody is still like trying to protect him and treating him with kid gloves. Um, and like, I don't know, Sarah, I really liked the scene cause I totally could understand why he would feel that way that he feels yeah. like they're all just like treating him with kid gloves and like, he's like a piece of porcelain that like nah, can be and nobody's talking to him like he's their friend they're all talking around stuff and walking on eggshells i can imagine how frustrating that would feel and the only person that's treating him like an actual human being is jen um mm -hmm. and i can like i said i can imagine how frustrating that is for dawson yeah who is just trying to get back to normalcy yeah and this this therapist is just, she's just the bee's knees. She's so good. She asks so the right questions, good advice. I'm like, can I get her number? Like, I, I feel like I need to talk. Like, yeah. she's, she's really helpful, I feel like. Yeah, I like how she asks, too, like, have you mentioned this at all to any of them? And he's like, well, no, I haven't. Like, I like that she brought that up of, like, they might not know you feel this way, Dawson. Like, not that it's Dawson's fault, but, like, if you're feeling this way, you really should express that to them and let them know. And maybe things will change um, because they can't, like, read your mind. And so she brings up, like, this whole film festival. Um, and she asks if he's going. And, of course, we have to get the setup of, like, well, maybe you should bring one of your friends, Sarah, on your little road trip to New Hampshire. I knew it. I knew it. You called this, Sarah. I'm what? so happy. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be like, you know, trotting around and not being humble. It's not my bag, baby. But <laughs> I knew it. I really did. And as soon as he was like, oh, I should go on the road trip. And I was like, Jen, 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 Jen. I just knew it. And I was very excited. So yeah, he's going to go to the New Hampshire Film Festival thing. And they're going to go. They're going to go. And then we get to see Jen in the next scene on her radio show. Yeah, Jen's on the radio. And Nora comes in, which apparently they're still like chatting. Um, and uh, she's just like, oh, yeah, Charlie isn't or isn't here today. And um, and Nora is like starts talking about how like, Oh, I wish I could like puke thinking of him, but I'm daydreaming about him because he keeps like trying to woo us with the I've changed pitch. And she just assumes that mm -hmm. Jen has also been getting these, you know, love letters. Do you think she assumes or she went there specifically to see if she was also getting the love letters? Oh, like, one. Oh, that's uh, that's a move. Yeah, because it's a weird assumption to me, because yeah. if the if Charlie's move is to say I've changed why the fuck would he contact both of them when he knows that they've communicated before? It doesn't make yeah, sense. No. She was, she was like, "Oh, I just, I, I, can you believe he's writing this to both of us?" And like, she kept like saying it over and over again. And Jen, yeah, both of us. Read both the of room. Us. Jen was like, "I, I'm not getting mm -hmm. these." She's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I was like, "Nora, uh, uh girl, like you knew what you were doing." 
Yeah. yeah. And Jen was like, I don't know what love letters you're speaking of. And then Nora doubles down. She's like, you know, those letters, the letters that we're writing, the ones that he says he's changed, you know, the one that both of us were getting, you know, those ones. And Jen's like, I'm not getting those letters. She's like, are you sure the ones that you and I both got that we were sent by Charlie, you and I both got them? Nora the needs day, to re- got them. I don't know about Nora, but in my opinion, the moment that you see Jen's face fall when you bring up the words yes. love letters, you should know she's not getting them, bitch. <laughs> but are you sure? Because we both got them, those love letters, you know? Jen, I feel so bad for her. Like, she has such a terrible track history with men. Like, this is the first guy she dated since fucking Henry. <laughs> yeah. And this is the shit that happens. Yep. Yeah. I mean, at least she got some good sex out of it, but like, still. Oh, okay. I have, I have Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, out of Charlie. Out of Charlie. Out of Charlie. Yeah. Henry, of please. Charlie. You know, Henry was terrible in bed. Did they even do it? I forget. I assume they did. Yeah, they had sex. We didn't I see think. it, but I assume they happened over that summer. I was going to say, know? I'm pretty sure they mentioned it at some point. Oh, I think they said they have like really good phone sex or cyber sex or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. I um, I don't know if like, um, she ever did that. but So yeah. Jen is like devastated. And so she's sitting on the couch crying to Dawson. She's like, I want corny love letters. I don't understand why he chose her and not me. There's something wrong with me. Uh, and so now she feels like as a result of this, it wasn't like her and Nora were on equal footing. She was the girlfriend. I was the floozy. And I love how Dawson is like floozy. And he starts mm. laughing again because Jen, girl, you are 18 years old. You're not 80. People don't say floozy. Yeah. She no. could be the floozy. This, I, I I drank more to that because floozy, like who put that line in there? Like I don't even think Grams would use the word floozy. She would no. use yeah. no. it. I was just going to say that. Yeah, that Grams wouldn't even use that. She'd be like, I see your red letter, bitch. Like she would go all red uh, scarlet letter on him. Yeah. I do um, feel bad for Jen in the seam because she yeah. just looks up to Dawson with her big brown eyes. And I'm just like. I, I just feel for you, girl. Like, it doesn't feel good being the second choice or the backup plan. Mm-hmm. And I I understand why Jen is so upset in this moment because she thought she had the correct perspective that she was, you know, like you said, just on equal footing as Nora. But mm-hmm. it turns out, like, he really did prefer the other girl the entire time in a way, or maybe not yeah. the entire time, but ultimately. But then again, if you think about it, like Charlie was probably like, oh, this whole outing situation was Jen's idea. Nora is probably more easily malleable. So in a way, like maybe it wasn't even the fact that he liked Nora better than Jen, but he knows that Jen's smarter than Nora mm-hmm. and that he could probably get Nora back. It could be. That's a real. You're giving you're giving Charlie a lot of credit. <laughs> oh, am I okay? <laughs> well, then maybe there's something that we don't know. It between... could be just that he chose Nora first, and if she said no, he would have moved on to Jen. Yeah, you know, like we don't know. Yeah, that's true. But I think I think it's so funny. Again, like 
Um, part of, part of me like loves this episode because it's like, it's iconic, right? We've been waiting for this to happen, but part of me is like, wow, they really fucking ham fisted this fucking plot line because Jen's like, I don't know. I just don't want to be here. I don't want to run into them. And Dawson's like, great, let's get out of here then this weekend. And it's just like, come <laughs> on. Like they I had that- to have the line of like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I think that like. At this point, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like maybe, and Kimmy, you can tell me if you were watching at this time first run. Like, I can't imagine a world where people weren't like rooting for this like I was. Like, go, 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 go. So I feel as though, I don't know, if everybody's in on the plan, then it's kind of like kitschy for kitschy's sake. Because it's like, oh, we have to go leave. I don't know. Um, do you, I I feel like, I feel like, I don't remember, honestly, because again, like season five, um, yeah, dark days, but I I think like people are probably definitely rooting for Dawson to get some, but you remember the whole first half of the seat or the first episodes is like him and Joey finally getting together. So I wonder how people felt about the fact that it's now Jen, right? Like, well, that's the thing, literally it took it, it's this is not like one of those oh it's a long time coming literally it was the last episode Sarah where we were like there are weird vibes between Jen and Dawson the episode before there weren't weird vibes it took it was like we go two episodes ago we never would have predicted this uh, last episode you saying I don't know there's weird vibes I feel like something's happening I think they're gonna have sex like it's not like this has been like 10 episodes in the making right I mean I think back to when Dawson's dad actually did pass away and it was only Jen who were like oh Jen actually was the only one that gave solid advice that was there for him like as he actually needed it um I you're you're correct about that and I do think that it's probably very um a lot of whiplash for the audience who was like oh we're finally going to get Dawson and Joey back together and then do this weird pivot and then actually he gets with Jen I do think that might have been weird for the audience back in the day um, I also think that once again, like I said in the last episode, like, are there people out there that were like, hey, like, I really do wish that Jen and Dawson could have worked it out. From I mean, the first I know season. someone who listens to this podcast named Adam, who is a huge Dawson Jen shipper. Okay. Him well, then, there so we go. So I, I don't I, I think that maybe it's not a long time coming, but I do think that it makes the most sense for both characters at this time. Well, oh yeah, I, this is yeah, this is not me saying it doesn't make it doesn't pan out. Like it doesn't make sense that they end up having sex because they're both kind of in this weird uh moment in their lives where they're a little lost. Um and Jen is like when you think about Jen's dating history and who she's dated since Dawson, it's like fucking trash basket after trash basket. Like it's nothing good. It's like fucking dumpster fire of relationships. Except for Scott Foley, but she fucked up Scott Foley. Yeah, Scott Foley was a nice guy, Jen. He really um, was. Yeah. He had, so, now. he had to go to Felicity after that. He's dating Meredith now. From Great He's Dawson. dating oh. Meredith? Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's in season 19. He he, he replaced McDreamy. Wow. wow yeah yeah Good for scott foley yeah. um so yeah so then we have uh joey and audrey are getting ready for this frat party joey is like 
I love her little ensemble. She looks, yeah. like, to be fair, she looks a little formal. I don't know how formal this event is supposed to be, but she looks like she's going to a gala. Like she has her hair up in this like old lady bun. I don't know what they're called. Like a French <laughs> twisty old a French lady twist. bun. Yeah. Um, Audrey is wearing this like floral gown and she has her hair crimped for the gods. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Joey is wearing like what you would think. Like she's like, oh, it's a winter formal. I think that this is what people would wear. And then Audrey is wearing like what college kids would actually wear yeah. to a winter formal. Yeah. yeah. Joey was giving like season three uh, junior prom vibes. Mm, yeah. Like, yes. she wore when she went with Dawson. Like I feel like she like just had this outfit in a different color mm-hmm. and the hair the same without the diamond earrings, you know? Like Ooh, Sarah loves. I miss um, those earrings. Not, and she didn't wear the bracelet, which I was a little upset about. But <laughs> yeah, where's the bracelet? <laughs> She's not wearing it to this. It's too valuable to be worn to a frat party, I think. Yeah. And so Audrey is just like, listen, blind dates can be as dangerous as gator wrestling. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, she's just like, oh, this is like, give Jack some credit. Um, and Audrey's like, well, Jack did say this Eric guy is hella cute. And I'm just like, maybe it was Jack who was like, yeah. Eric, you need to shave that squirrel off of your chin. Yeah, maybe. Well, okay. So like Boston, they like to say wicked. What happens if we change hella for wicked? And would that have worked out better? Like wicked cute? Wicked cute. But Audrey isn't from Boston. Audrey is from California. Oh, that's, yeah, totally cute. Yeah, there but we like. Go. It was. I think it was less for me the word wicked or hella, or the fact the fact that he would describe this man as cute at all. Like you're <laughs> you're a gay yeah. man, Jack. You should know that this man is not cute. Like yeah. yeah. And it's very funny to me that Audrey is the one who's just like you're so close close minded about frats, Joey. <laughs> yeah, for someone so progressive, you're very close minded yeah. about. Frats. And Joey says progressive and frat do not belong in the same sentence. So I guess I'm the Joey and Sarah is the Audrey, which. Pretty much tracks, to be honest. Um, So, yeah. So, Audrey's, like, trying on different coats. She's, like, getting ready. Um, And then they get the knock on the door again. We have a hairless Eric showing up. Um, And they're all like, oh, good. I'm not going to lie. He got a little tan. He got his little highlights updated. also looks 30. I mean, yeah, everybody looks 30. Everybody looks 30 in the show. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, he does. Is he the, I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah. He, uh, he calls Audrey a stone fox. Oh yeah. That's again. Are you 40? Yeah. That's stupid. Stone fox. Stone a fox. stone cold fox or just. It usually be stone cold fox. Yeah. He I don't just know said why. stone fox. Yeah. He just said stone, stone fox. fox. And why is it like attractive? Yeah. Like what's a stone fox? I need to know. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. What's a stone fox? I don't know. I don't stone. know. Apparently it's a freaking, uh, it's a compliment though. He said stone. it, he said it like straight face and they were like, Ooh, what a great compliment. And I was like, what the hell? This yeah. Yeah. Makes no sense. Um, then, uh, let's, let's take a quick ad break because I'm going to need it to compose myself to talk about Dawson at this freaking film festival. So we will be right back. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay, we are back. Um, oh my goodness gracious. So Dawson is at this film festival and they go up to the counter to check in. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm Dawson Leary. I'm checking in. And we get, this is where we get Sarah. She's like, you're wicked cute. Wicked oh, cute. this one says wicked cute. You're much yeah. cuter than you were in the picture. Yeah. And like, Kimmy, these fucking people, they really are trying to gaslight us into thinking that Dawson is a good filmmaker. Because he's like, the other guy comes up, he's like, oh my gosh, your movie is so awesome. Your screening sold out. You beat Oliver. And he's like a legend. He says Oliver is the biggest thing around these parts. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> around New Hampshire. He's a big effing deal. Hookset, New Hampshire is the golden place to be. Is There's nowhere better than Hookset, New Hampshire. I Absolutely love it. Ridiculous. You I should get a house there. I feel like you're really. You yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all freaks over <laughs> there, but is this a real town here? Who accepts? It has to be, right? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. It's a real town. Yeah. Let's buy some real estate here. Hookset, New Hampshire. Like found the people from that actually live in Hookset, New Hampshire, and yeah. like them onto the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. They're like, oh my gosh, he's a lo- local celebrity, but your film is so much better. Uh, oh, and so- is, uh, this is actually in a much nicer town than I was anticipating. Ooh. It's uh, mm-hmm. the houses are like no joke. The expensive? Uh, pr- much more expensive than I was thinking for New Hampshire. No. We got a two bedroom for 324 That's very wow. pricey. Ooh, New Hampshire is expensive. Yeah, half a million dollar houses over Damn. here. Okay, okay. All right. So I'm sorry. You you all are rich freaks. I I am. I was wrong. <laughs> um, they get up to this bedroom, and it, is this like the fucking honeymoon suite? <laughs> There's like fucking heart pillows everywhere. A fruit basket. Since when does he get this honeymoon suite? Why they literally? I think that it's. To me, it's so funny because, again, this entire plot line feels very much ham-fisted. And so they're just like, why does Dawson have the honeymoon suite? Who <laughs> <No> fucking cares? Because <laughs> he's a big deal. He won the competition, the fifth year competition of the Hookset Film Festival. He beat Oliver for the first time. But did they know that at this point? I thought they yeah. were just like, oh, your tickets are sold out. They didn't say he had won. Did no, they? he won. That's why he's there. Oh, I yeah. thought he was just like a contender to win. No, no, he got the letter. Remember? He got the letter saying that he won the film festival. Oh, and that's I, game. In my mind, it was like he got a letter saying that he was like in No, he won the win. whole thing. Gotcha. And that's why Oliver's so mad. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. And he's mad at the um the the Hollywood slicker or whatever he called him. <laughs> oh, slick slickster. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. I want to go to the like a, I want the honeymoon suite one day. Like the honeymoon suite is such a like trope in 
TV and movies of like, oh, the honeymoon suite, and it always has like heart shaped pillows and the yeah, basket. This one has like, I don't know, this carpet. It looks like it looks like a B and B. In a it bad looked way. a little dated, but they also got the basket. There's tissues next to the. I mean, this Wait. is everything that you need. There's a champagne <laughs> bottle and purple silk sheets, which everybody needs. Okay, the purple silk sheets just send me because silk sheets. <laughs> Are you so, slide all over. They're them. so slippy, but maybe that helps in the honeymoon suite, if you know what I mean. I mean, you need, you need something. It to helps give with you the motion a... of the ocean. Exactly, you know? extra inertia. <laughs> I don't know why, but like honestly, I mean, we'll probably get to this more when we talk about the actual scene. But like for some reason, I picture Dawson being one of those guys who's like, "Is it in yet?" No. <laughs> At least she didn't ask that. <laughs> I just think that Dawson would be that guy, or he's like heading towards the wrong end. Have you seen? Yes. Have you seen those videos online where it's like? Let's find nope. out how well yeah. men knows women's bodies. Yeah. And it's well, like, oh, can they can women pee with a tampon in? Yeah, and there's that's... one guy who's like, Well, I don't think they should. Yeah, he's like, it's not recommended. And you're like, yeah. oh my god. That's what Dawson feels like to me, that he would be like, I don't think they should. I think that's I don't know. I feel like he's like a little too knowledgeable about like women's health like he did like <laughs> private research like yeah. after they have sex he's like you better go pee right now or you're gonna exactly get <laughs> <laughs> exactly he's like i don't want you getting uti you're like how the fuck oh do you even God. know about that yeah. i'm so glad that those were the videos you were talking about jess when you started talking about have you guys seen those videos and we're talking about inertia <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those porn or those yeah. porn videos different podcasts different well, podcasts. So just cheap. is like now sponsored by Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> like just like I don't listen. We'll take even Pornhub. Much. To be honest with you, like Adam and Eve, like is all over people's like sponsorships. And if Adam and Eve want to come by us, I'll we will take, take it. it. We'll take yes. it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, then we're at this frat party. Um, it's the winter formal, Jessica. <laughs> No, she's correct because what is the first line that we hear that makes it a frat party versus a winter formal? I don't you know. know what what do they say, Kimmy? Oh, you better score a big daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys really went out all out. Sigma Ep, expect nothing less. Score, big daddy. Score. Score, big daddy. <laughs> what? These lines, truly. And it just says, my favorite, because I have, like, the transcript, is it just says, guy three is the one who says, score big daddy. Score big daddy. Uh, Yeah, and Joey catches on right away. She's like, what was that? Yeah, and Jack says, oh, the guys are just being stupid. You know. And so this is when Joey finds out that uh, she's gone with the, Jen is gone for the weekend with Dawson. Um, then we bop over to Pacey and Karen eating at a restaurant. It looks like one of those like lobster restaurants because he oh, has one of those kids on. Yeah. Oh, crab shack. Yeah. A seafood restaurant. Expensive. Um, 
And he asks Karen, like, oh, wasn't this good? Like, wasn't this great? Didn't we have a really fun time? And it's like, bitch, if you have to ask her if she had a fun time, obviously mm. she didn't have a fun enough time. It's a good point. Yeah, <sighs> very facts. Like, also, his shirt is offensive. Like, why did he wear that? It was just awful. It had, like, six suspenders on the front. Like, Yeah. <laughs> It's also very baggy, but that's kind of PC's MO is the baggy yeah. clothes. And K- I mean, we need to talk about how atrocious Karen's shirt is. Oh, oh, it's like snake skin. It's fucking horrendous. I wanted to vomit just looking at it. Yeah. She was like, how platonic can I make this? Like, never want to fuck The more animal skin that you wear, the less likely things are going to Ooh. go forward. But you, you, Sarah, you said it. Silk is good for inertia, so maybe that's what also. Yeah, maybe that's what. Yeah, or it's good for like if you are getting a hug from a creeper, you can just slip away and run. (laughs) (laughs) Just go into there. Um. So yeah. So uh, Karen says like, oh yeah, look at your sexy outfit. You're so right. Like a lesser guy would have not afforded my self control. Such a generous security blanket. You saved me from myself. Mm -hmm. Um. And he does, he does say to her, like, you deserve better than being someone's affair. Um, you deserve someone who's going to love you, like, back just as hard as you love them. It's like, this is, of course, what she wants to hear. Like, yeah. I feel like this is like, okay, obviously we know she's going to, like, date him or kiss him or whatever the fuck at the end of this whole situation. Yeah. <sighs> just literally, like, who cares? Like, she keeps talking. Uh, he's b- judging her. And trying to give her advice. I'm just like, who are you again? Like, what is the purpose of this? Mm-hmm. He's just so, you know what it is? He's just like so disconnected from the group. I think like Audrey is trying to like fit herself in with the group. So we're accepting of her. And she's also Audrey. She's amazing. But like Pacey's storyline doesn't seem to be connected to anybody else's. And so it just seems so far removed. It seems like a different show, honestly. Yeah. Like, like, he's reminds- not in the friend group anymore. Yeah. It's like feels very strange. I agree with you. It feels very season one where mm-hmm. he was barely part of the friend group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It feels like when he was with Tamara and you're like, what is this? Like, yeah, yep. you're supposed to be 16, not dating like a 33 year old, you know, like mm-hmm. um, we're back uh, at the film festival. Hold Jen- on. Jen's hat before. Hold on. No, yeah. no, no, no. Um, Oliver, Oliver's movie number one. Oliver Shershik is his name. Shershik, Shershik, and his movie is called Smoke Crack and Worship Satan. <laughs> and he's wondering why this didn't win the film festival. This should have been disqualified. What in the fuck is this movie about besides smoking crack and worshiping Satan? <laughs> Listen, Jen. And Dawson said it was incredible. It was really good. I will see that movie title and said, I'm not going in there. I'm going to get a curse put on me. I literally was like, what the? I saw that. I paused it. I was like, that can't be the name of this movie. Yeah. Like that can't possibly be what they're showing in New Hampshire. Like what's going on right now? This is a family town over in in Hack Shack or whatever this town's called. No crap and worship Satan. Yeah. What the fuck is this? It's like even like I feel like a movie like that can't be good. It could be no. interesting it or provocative. Like he really, you know, it really film. feels like he did that just to be like to get people to be like, "Ooh, I wonder what that's about." Like oh, it doesn't, you know. Yeah. 
And they did um, that. They did that in film school when I went to film school. It, that's exactly everything what it was edgy. Like. You know, and nothing can just be like a a quality rom com. Everything had to be like, oh, there's the mafia here. Oh, let's plant drugs. It's like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Meanwhile, yeah. So they're leaving the theater, and like Jen and Dawson are very. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, and Dawson's like, I don't understand how I got top prize. And Jen's like, oh, come on. Like you, obviously you have tremendous talent. You have to stop putting yourself down or I'm going to break up with you because like, again, people <laughs> think they were dating when they arrived. Um, Also Jen's hat. Oh my God. I was literally just typing that. Like I couldn't understand anything she was saying because I was focused on the crack, Satan, and this hat, which all <laughs> seems to go together. Like, what? I mean. You guys don't like the ensemble? It's well, no. very listen, Annie listen, Hall. Listen, she does the, we all did this, okay? This is the early yachts. We all did the eyeliner on the bottom lid because we were, like, trying to be a little edgy. She did a good job. The application is wonderful because it actually is not too much. It's not, like, smoked out or anything. It's very thin. But the hat, the hat girl, your hair has looked never better than it does in this season. And you got to cover it up with a hat. And then, and then the show goes one step further and they have this freaking guy, this freaking uh, Oliver guy. It's Oliver. He's wearing like a pukey green version of the same hat. Yeah. I mean, it's the town hat. Everybody that lives <laughs> in the town gets the hat. Why are you also putting it on freaking Jen's head? Because everybody goes to this town and they go to the hat shop and then they get this hat. This is part of the thing. And the little necktie. <laughs> I mean, this is the town ensemble. Yeah, like if if she bought the hat and necktie there, I'm I'm yeah. all with you. If she, she packed it, it's <laughs> unacceptable. Yeah, you have yeah. to dress for the town that you go to, and when you're in uh Hawks Hoxic uh, Hookset, North Carolina, you wear that hat. <laughs> and it's almost it's almost a cute hat, but it's a little like airs on Amish. I hate it. Right, it's awful. It looks like she's a magician or a magician's <laughs> assistant or something. Terrible. It's awful. And this fucking weirdo Oliver comes up and he's just like, oh yeah, I've won this three years in a row, but I just don't like the idea of being usurped by a Hollywood slickster. <laughs> and then he just looks at Jen and he just goes, hi, you're really pretty. And then he like runs away. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? Well, it looks like he's—he looks like a guy that would make a movie called uh, "Doing Crack and Worship Satan." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, what are it's we doing here? Crack. Most crack, excuse me. I don't know. I don't know anything about crack. <laughs> I, and honestly, my super important job of being a jury duty member when I was uh, going to learn about that type of stuff got cut short. So I'll mm. never learn about it. I'm so sorry. I feel like you were really looking forward to that. I was really important, <laughs> Kimmy, for like a yeah. day and a half. She really wanted to impress the judge. I really, yeah. she, the judge was amazing and she was so cool. And I really wanted to impress her. And I think I did. But I'll never see her again. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that saga, uh, Pacey and Karen are ending their date. They're talking about like, oh, she only smokes when she's nervous or annoyed. Blah blah blah. Do I need to hear about her? No bad one even habits? cares. No, no one, one cares. No one literally cares. 
Pacey just like, oh, well, the only thing is, is he does, he says, oh, Karen Torres, you're a beautiful young woman with fantastic taste in clothing. <sighs> Can I tell you the only thing I noticed in this scene is that behind them, there was a woman walking a dog and it was a golden retriever. And that was more interesting to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I missed that. Than this yeah. conversation. Yeah. Somehow uh, I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, I had a great time. And he's just like, okay, I'll take it. Uh, and anyway, they say goodnight and they kiss and then they like, you know, they're going to have sex. Great. Ooh, yeah. Nobody yeah. Cares. She like the only thing was like, she did like did throw him down. I thought that was a little hot. Like she was, I like, did think that was, like the chemistry yeah. was there. Yeah. Joshua Jackson is a really great at making out on film and video. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, He's a sexual deviant. Yes. Deviant was the word you're looking for. <laughs> He's just a sexual being. Very I think true. that Joshua Jackson could have chemistry with a wall, to be honest. Yeah, probably. She throws him on the couch. She tosses her lamp to the ground. The entire <laughs> apartment sets on fire. Doug has nowhere to live in the next <laughs> episode when we go visit him. It's chaos. You don't throw your lamp on the ground. Yeah, she truly just didn't give a single fuck about that apartment. She's like, hey, this isn't mine anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently she's leaving. I'm like, where are you going? Like, I don't understand. It's like, you know what? No. I did burn it down and I do have to leave. It's <laughs> like <laughs> Um, so then we're back to the back to the film festival where they just screened Dawson's uh movie. Everyone is like losing their minds about it. It's the best fucking movie they've ever seen in their entire lives. Even Dawson's confused. He's looking at Jen like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, here? he has no idea why everyone's so excited. And we find out from the guy at the, the like announcer at the head of the podium um that he got a letter from Mitch along with the film and it said I it said he couldn't possibly ignore Dawson's work. Um and it showed up three days past the deadline. But he says, I'm a father myself, and I know a thing or two about parental pride. Mm. So I put the video in the VCR, and after <laughs> five minutes, I knew Mitch Leary was right. I could not ignore his son's work. Um, and meanwhile, like, Jen and Dawson are, like, holding hands when this guy's talking. And so, yeah, so this Dawson gets called so, to the stage. It's I like the hand-holding. And Michelle Williams' hands are so tiny compared to, like, you know, <laughs> Joshua. Uh, no, not Joshua. Uh, James Vanderby's big bear hands. Oh. It's so cute. It was very cute. This yeah. this whole scene was very, very cute. No. Um, yeah. I do have a question. Is there any way that Mr. Film Guy <gasps> knew that Mitch had died? Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. And this is how Dawson, like, kind of won the film festival. I mean, it's the only real explanation. Really? <laughs> like, like, they're all, like... Clapping, standing ovation. Standing <laughs> ovation, Kimmy. It's a documentary. Like I like it can't be that good. Like it's that good. It's just AI Brooks saying like That's what I'm over saying. and over again. This isn't Jurassic Park, people. <laughs> this isn't fucking Casablanca. Right. Like calm the fuck like, down. Yeah, yeah. No, they literally they were so into it. So yeah, they must have known like the story behind it. Um, yeah. Which is why he brought it up at the very beginning because there's no there's no other explanation. Also, right. Yeah. Doesn't that guy look like who's presenting the award look like that that Worthington dude? I thought it was the same actor. Oh, he does kind of. It's just old white men who old knows. White men look all the same. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. 
Um, so Dawson does go up and he makes a speech and he says, like, my dad loved movies. He loved them in the truest sense in that he had no interest in making them. He just loved watching them, which the beginning of the speech, I was a little bit like, Dawson, what are we doing here? Like, Dawson. Um, but he, he gets he gets around to it. Uh, so he says he took me to the movies at a very young age. Um, he would take me to the movies and then he would talk to me about them. And thank God he did, because I wouldn't be here right now if he hadn't done that. Um, and so he says, like, thank you for this award. I dedicate this film to my dad and I will remember him every time I look at this. So thank you. And then he does. And a very special thank you to my girlfriend, Jen Lindley. Um, and I, I got to say, like, the beginning of the speech is a little bit crappy, but I do think he ends it in a really good way. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like the dedication to his father is really nice. I just think it's a little silly to be like, he didn't care about making them. He just liked watching them. And I'm like, Dawson fucking everybody likes watching movies like this is not you could have said i don't know kimmy i feel like there was a moment where he could have been like he was very supportive he always pushed me he he could have even said he bought me my first camera like there was a lot he could have said here yeah i was like like when he started the speech i was like is this true like i didn't know mitch Lee was really into movies in fact in fact he gave a whole speech about like he doesn't give a crap about movies but only went because of dawson i thought it would have been a good a better speech to be like he didn't really care about movies but he cared about my passion and so he just like supported me. Exactly. But it was a good closure piece for Dawson and not not complete closure, but I felt like it was help helping him move forward. Um, so it was beautiful. I, I thought beautiful moment as, as we talked about before, he looked hot, which is like yes. doing weird things to me. I don't understand what was going on it's with my body. Eyebrows Kimmy, oh. because when he says the words and a very special thank you to my girlfriend, Jen Lindley. He does this thing with his, I'm watching it again right now. He does this thing with his eyebrows. Cause she like giggles and everybody claps and she's like smiling up at him. And now I'm going to kill you. And he just like, he does this little like, Oh, is that what he, she said? I thought she said, thank you. No, she said, I'm going to kill you. Oh. <laughs> it's very different from, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but Sarah, what did you think of this? I'm this looking speech? for the eyebrow raise and I really, oh, there it is. That's a weird, that's that is not a sexy eyebrow raise. It's not one eyebrow. Sarah, it's both eyebrows. It like, I don't know how it, we are five seasons into Dawson's Creek. You and I find very different things attractive. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I would say I'm a little bit more traditional with what I find attractive. Yes, absolutely. You like, you are more traditionally fine, like traditional things tra- attractive. I like really weird Like things. having a job and, you know, security. <laughs> and what? You, are like, you trying to say that I date people that don't no, have jobs? I'm saying that you like people that like beatboxing and raising their eyebrows and Charlie Puth. <laughs> Charlie Puth is attractive. I don't make the rules. He's not. Yes, he is. Okay, Kimmy, have you seen Charlie Puth's TikTok? It's very impressive. I have to look up who the hell Charlie Charlie Puth is. He's a singer. One step away from like Timothy Chalamet. Oh, ma'am, you're a 32 year old woman. Like Charlie Puth is like in his 30s. Go find a man, like someone that can throw you against the wall. Not this guy. Charlie Charlie Puth is literally the same age as me. Thank you very much. Like a little boy, like. He, no. he looks like he, like uh, the first picture of Charlie Puth I come up with. I have to show you. It, it's not looking great for him, and 
I, is I, a 30 year old man. He writes music and he knows how to beatbox. Oh, he knows Jersey. how to sing. And he has this like little scar in his eyebrow that's also very attractive. I don't make no, the rules. He looks like a shrimp. I want a, a man. Shrimp! He looks like a shrimp. I'm with I'm with Sarah. He looks like a, I just want somebody like who can throw me against the wall and has like some substance to him. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is the photo. Oh, you're looking at the wrong photo, Kimmy. Kimmy, that photo looks like 10 years old. How Charlie Puth got his groove back. I guarantee you, you never had groove <laughs> to begin with. No, you need to look up a more modern. Yeah, this is the first photo that comes up. Which I know, but that's an old ass photo. That's a terrible photo, Kimmy. And so just for photo- the listeners, Charlie Puth, he's like, I don't know what is happening in this photo. He's like standing with one arm like up behind his head, but like kind of like Dawson in the sheets, Dean. But only one arm. This is terrible. He needs two arms. Okay, so Jessica, how about you show Kimmy and I a picture that you do find attractive of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. God, all right. I'm just saying, like, he is a very talented artist. You know what it is? I just, I find people attractive that like are very passionate about what they do and are very good at what they do. And it's not my fault that that is Charlie Puth. Okay. I'm going to find a picture of him. Um, Here we go. Okay. So what I'm saying is like, this is more like what he looks like now. He has like, a lot longer. <laughs> 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 He's adorable. Look at oh, him. Oh no! <laughs> this one is a good one. He has longer hair. Like he looks good. That is the <laughs> only good one there. The one with, in the gold suit. Yeah. That's Look at the cute. little scar in his eyebrow. He was like attacked by a dog when he was a kid, but the little scar in his eyebrow makes him look like even better. Look at that mustache. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. it he's well, not a full, this is a full gold suit. Wow. Yeah. I Look think that. I'd rather I think I'd rather sleep with Henry. This guy. Yeah. Like, oh, no, Kimmy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is offensive. I'm sorry. Um. So anyway. we're at the winter formal. <laughs> and um, uh, this guy, the uh, the chin guy, is telling a story about how he works out and. I love how Audrey just like couldn't be more bored by what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this rem- this I had PTSD during the scene because it reminds me of one of the worst dates I've ever been on, Ooh. where the guy made me watch five minutes and thirty five seconds of him doing burpees on this phone. <laughs> He was like, "You want to see my workout from today?" And then he made me watch it, and then he doesn't eat past 6 p.m but he invited me to an 8 p.m dinner date and so he just sat there and watched me eat and you gotta be kidding me i swear to god and then he ended the night by peppy lapewing my arm what <laughs> <laughs> just did, how kiss. far up did he kiss up the uh, arm? Like, like it got like, it went from the arm all the way up to my neck oh my like I feel like that is a situation in which you're like, I need my friend to text me with an emergency so I can get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. My my friend gave me the line that I that I now use, which is I just want to take things slow. So like maybe not now. Yeah. <laughs> like or ever. Ever. <laughs> or ever. Never. Why would a why would someone kiss up your arm like 
Ew. The horrors. Horrors upon horrors. That's horrifying. It started with like him talking about exercise, like the chin guy, and it's unacceptable (laughs) behavior. Yeah, this guy sucks. He then he like he goes to like put his arm around Audrey and she's like, What are you doing? He's like, nothing. Do you want another drink? So he goes in to talk to Jack and he's just like, hey, you lied to me. This chick, she's all tease and no please. <laughs> and then <laughs> Jack, Jack, I'm like, alcohol. <laughs> Jack just can't. Oh, tease and no please, bro. <laughs> tease and no Cannot. Oh, disturbing. And if yeah, any and- bros do talk like this, let me know. Give me yeah. a call. And he says, oh, I gave her. And yeah, Jack's like, oh, it's only halfway through the night. Give her some time. She'll come around. And it's like, okay, like maybe you can excuse that line from Jack because maybe he's trying to say, you know, maybe she doesn't like you yet, but she'll come around. It's still early. But then he's just like, oh, no, I gave her my best moves, my best lines and nothing. What if she turns out to be a prude? Like, oh, my God, that would be the worst thing ever, <laughs> shitty guy. That would be so terrible if she didn't want to sleep with you. Jess, your um, douchebag um, bro voice is on par. It's very <laughs> good. <laughs> You're channeling. You're yeah, very right. much channeling. I'm channeling the, the douchebag. And yeah. so then Jack says, no, the last thing she is is a prude. I don't know what you're worried about, man. I mean, Audrey's easy. You, she's just looking to have a good time. I know for a fact she was psyched to come here tonight. Just play your cards right and she'll hook up with you for sure. And uh, the faces, Kimmy, the faces Joey was giving in this scene was just everything. She goes from shock to horror to like disgust. It's great. I'm fully shocked that she didn't say something right in the moment. Like, yeah. if this was yeah. Drew, she would have punched him in the face. Or, sorry, um, uh, Yui, she would have punched him straight in the face. So, like, I do not understand why she didn't just say, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, yeah. that's my friend. Like, you, you're not going to sleep with her. Go fuck yourselves. Where's Where's Yui? Do we uh, do we miss him? He, he, we don't know. We don't miss him. I might no. miss him. Do you? Why? Because he was funny to make fun of. That's fair. That's fair. Him but and now his we have, big honking nose. But now we have Chin Guy. So, you know. <laughs> no, we yeah. have Chin Guy. We'll Almost as good. Him. And Polar Bear. How can I forget? <laughs> I just wish that, like, Yui can just be, like, in three rows back in the fraternity and just have, like, one line and just, like, pipe up once in a blue moon. And be like, oh, Yui, look at you. What are you doing here oh at the fraternity? Crazy. He couldn't, get, he couldn't get into Boston school. So, <laughs> yeah. Get into Boston school. <laughs> yeah, not allowed. Uh, yeah, it's like truly with Jack, it's like the mullet comes off and the fucking <laughs> the douchebaggery shows. Yeah. Um, so Pacey comes out and uh oh, Karen is smoking. That's not a good sign. Um, and Karen decides, you know what? After I slept with this guy, I'm just gonna be the world's biggest beat. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, we're not in a relationship, Pacey, just because we slept together um and he's she's just like why did you start this in the first place uh and i um this was so mean this was so awful sarah she Hmm. says uh kissing you was a mistake you're not worth what i'm risking yeah i mean like that's a punch in the gut especially to pacey who really puts his whole heart in pretty much everything that he does i'm sure that felt awful especially because he 
deservingly so holds himself in a higher regard than Danny, somebody who's like a cheater and cheats on his wife and is just like, you know, not a great guy. But like, yeah, she she really said that thing. Um, and Pacey just like comes back for more. Like he like is very much like I'm just going to get beaten up with words constantly mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And like it, it's and it's almost like maybe these like mean things that people are saying is maybe more comfortable for Pacey yeah. more so than somebody actually complimenting him and treating him like he should be. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like he also should go see Dawson's therapist. He's got some. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But I also thought this conversation went from zero to a hundred so quickly. Like it they, did. Yeah. She. It was almost like as soon as the sex was over, she instantly regretted it and wanted yeah. to get him out there as quick out of her apartment as quick as possible. So she said like the meanest things possible, <laughs> and he knows. He's like, "Oh, did you just sleep with me to like get back at Danny?" And she's like, "Oh, it's not that simple." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, that means yeah, you did. Like that's gross." And he leaves. It's like. Yeah, PC. Like, I don't know. Like, part of me is like, yeah, that sucks for PC. Like, that that's what she did. And she like kind of sent him mixed signals, right? Cause she kissed him and like invited him in and all of that. But also, PC, like, you kind of knew what the fuck you were getting into, right. like yeah. with all of this. Like, you shouldn't have even asked her out when you knew that her heart wasn't in it. You told her platonic, you know, you can't be all upset now. Um, they're both dumb they really are like it's just like you could have just slept together and had a good time i don't know why you had to have this intense conversation afterwards right no, just sleep together oh that was nice like let me know if you want to do it again sometime and leave yeah like, i think she was probably like mentally comparing the two men against each other yeah mm-hmm. um which is a setup for failure for all mm-hmm. agreed um, back at the film festival, this fucking Oliver guy, seriously, he won't go away. He's just like, oh, Dawson, again, another, your flick is fantastic. <laughs> your flick. Your flick. Ridiculous. He's just like, such like a n- weird, nervous Millie. He's like biting his nails and he starts like talking about how lucky he is to have Jen, who's so beautiful and all this. He's kind of, Oliver's kind of a creep. Well, literally the only reason, again, this this episode feels very obtuse in that like obviously the only reason we have oliver is because he's like oh i go to a school in boston there's a visual arts place full of freaks and misfits you should check it out right it's like oh okay so oliver was just a plant to get dawson to move to boston okay great like 100 all himself He, he wasn't just like Maybe there's a school close by that also does film that I could go to. Right? Like, I know I'm not going to go to USC, but I don't know what else I could possibly do. <laughs> I can't. So wild. Truly. Uh, so, yeah, that's the only reason we had Oliver here. Uh, and uh, and again, Jen comes. So Jen comes back over and fucking Oliver. He just goes, uh, oh, yeah, um, you're still really pretty. Why? what are you doing buddy what are you doing what happened in the last three minutes that she went unpretty and then still pretty you know of course she's still pretty and also why doesn't he shake her hand when she like puts her hand out like (laughs) he's kind of a creep you guys make a great couple how would you know that oliver by looks solely by looks oh is he he's not the same oliver from the oc is he that actor turned out to be a creeper Oh, I have no idea. I only watched like a few seasons of the OC. How interesting would that be if that was like a crossover event? I'd love that. 
Turns out still a creep. Yeah. Uh, and Jen says, like, oh, did you hear that, baby? You're lucky to have me. And Dawson, that's the understatement if I ever heard one. It's like, all right, enough. They don't look too different, but I think it is a different Oliver. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Joey pulls Jack aside at the frat party. And she says, how do you get off talking about Audrey like that? And Jack, the audacity of this man to say well you talked about her like that it's like um first of all that was before i even knew who she was second of all i wasn't selling her to the highest bidder this is oh my god i was so i was so pissed off at jack in the scene oh my god i couldn't it's nonchalant i i thought when she pulled him over he's like what <laughs> i'm like you know what like you could yeah. be sitting over and been like you know what that was not that this would be acceptable, but like that was boy talk. Like I didn't really mean that about her. Like my bad. Exactly. He, instead, he goes on to defend it. Yeah. And Sarah, he calls it stupid, harmless fun. Yeah, he got a, a lobotomy at this point. Like he's mm-hmm. just absolutely losing it. He, you know, I, I, I think that he just lost a little bit of himself, and I think that there's like a little bit of a level of like, hey, I am too good for my high school friends that's exactly what it feels like because like even joey says so like now this is in because i think before with jack i think before he could be like oh it's just jen and she just doesn't like frats and i haven't really changed but now he has joey saying what happened to you when did you turn into this jerk like the moment you got to boston you dropped all of us and you got all these new friends um and like again i don't think he can deny it when it's not just jen saying it anymore like this is joey saying it and she's the one who came here with you to support you to be your friend and it's just like i don't know kimmy it's very frustrating to see jack just like flip a switch and become a total douchebag in a matter of episodes like i understand that like you're in a frat and you're trying to fit in and everything, but it's like, he's gone so far in the other direction. Yeah. I think lobotomy is right. Like there's no version of Jack that we've ever seen that would be okay with that first scene of all these men talking about women as if they're just objects to sleep with. And then somebody who he like, not closest friends with Audrey, but you've talked with her, you hung out with her. And now you're just like, just put it in. She is easy. Like just it's not like, Hey, no, like, you know, I, I, Audrey is like a really cool person. You should get to know her. And like, she likes to keep things casual. So like, if you're cool, then she'd do it. Or like, yeah. you're a good guy. And I think you guys would like get along. It's it's mainly literally like, she'll let anybody sleep with her. So like, go ahead. Right. Yeah. And we know that that's not really, I mean, that's what Audrey's reputation is. But also like, who the fuck cares? I don't know. It yeah. is like very like uh like uncharacteristic of jack but i just think that he just thinks that he's above all of this at this point and that's why he's acting out he's saying like oh i feel at home in the in the frat like i can be it's it's interesting because he's always had to worry about someone else right Mm -hmm. like when he was on in the creek he had to worry about andy and his mom and his dad and like he always was worrying about other people and then he had to worry about like coming out and like being judged for it and he was never able to live any type of carefree life and so now he's trying to do that 
But Joey is saying like, but you're not, you're not being yourself. You're yeah. hiding. You're pushing all of us away. The people that truly know you, yeah. you're Hello. shoving us away to be a meathead. And he has the audacity to say, oh, well, you don't even know any of these people. It's like, well, I just heard one of them saying some pretty nasty shit and I don't want to know any of them. And Kimmy, another line fucking killed me was I know they're all wannabe pimps. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. That's amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Josephine Potter just said pimps. <laughs> yeah. Hardly, Joey. Hardly. I don't know. They sound like, like, if there was a fraternity full of pimps, how would it look any different from that original meeting? Right? Like, <laughs> everybody gonna get laid. Where's the girls? Can we get out here to have sex? <laughs> Got friends. Put them on yeah. this list. Let's do it. <laughs> they had a physical list, a physical yeah. paper list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with letterhead as well. Yeah, and so Jack, like, the thing is, instead of just like saying again, he really is doubling, tripling down on all of this. And instead of saying like, yeah, what I said was wrong, and like, I'm sorry, you know, it's difficult trying to fit in, and I'm just trying to balance everything. No, instead, he says, <laughs> he says, um every time something doesn't meet your standard of righteousness, you write it off. Like it's the worst thing on earth. And like, I will say, Kimmy I mean, to a point, Joey does do that. Correct. She does. She is very self-righteous about a lot of shit, but like she's right in this situation. Yeah. yeah no, he's gaslighting her and he does it again later. And I do not like it because it is right. She's like, Joey, I'm usually on, I'm all on the, the Joey train of like, slow down her and Dawson. They judge people. And Pacey to some extent to like that they don't really know. But I literally just heard you say these absurd things about my friend. And so I'm basing my judgment off of that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and when I walked in, you said score big daddy. So like whatever <laughs> judgment you get, you get. Score this big guy. daddy score. You're right. <laughs> You're right. And honestly, like a lot of the things that Jack is saying, like would have some legs to them if he just wasn't living in the douchery about it all like exactly i don't blame him for wanting to explore outside of his friend group and i don't see anything wrong with the fact that he wants to live a drama free life and the creep creeps are all drama all yeah. the time like but the fact is is that he's replacing um these uh, he the words that he's using to discredit like the cre creeps is i don't know that's like where it goes wrong like the fact that there's like an element of like i'm too good for you people and because i'm too good for you people i'm going to sell all of you short yeah. is where it goes wrong because like there's things that he's saying that's like has a little bit of truth to it but it's coming it's like being overshadowed by the fact that he's just a complete asshat well, yeah, Joey is a wet blanket and she doesn't have a lot of fun, right? And she does tend to judge people first before even giving anything a shot. Yeah. And she does get high and mighty about shit sometimes. Always. But in this situation, she's right. And like, he's just trying to come at her with like these other feelings and thoughts he's had, but they just don't apply in this situation. 
Um, and I do love the like, listen, everybody's just here to have a good time. No one's forcing anyone to be here. And she's like, you know what? That's true. And she just leaves. She just and I was like, yes, I hope she took Audrey with her too. Because we see okay, her just leave. Yeah. But I'm like, please, Joey, tell me you went outside. And we're like, come on, Audrey, we're yeah. going. That, I needed to see that. Yeah. yeah true, true, true. Yeah, because I imagine like Audrey just sitting there like a little sourpuss, like having the worst date of her life. And Joey yeah. just coming out and being like, come on, bitch, we're going. You're going. Um, But yeah. And then we have, then we get to Dawson, who's doing the arm maneuver that I think is the moment, Sarah, that you were like, yes, baby. He's like I laying mean, back on this sex, uh, the sex uh, bed, this heart bed. And he has his arms behind his head and we get the gun show, baby. Yeah, we, uh, we definitely do arm day to the extreme. He looks good. He looks like he a looks, man. He, he has the really like, good. Kimmy, he has the little bit. Okay. Okay. This is like. I'm not saying I'm attracted to this. I'm just saying it's something that happens when men are wearing like short sleeve shirts or people, I should say, wearing short sleeve shirts and they have their arms behind their head and just a little bit of the armpit hair is sticking out of the yeah. shirt. You yeah, know, I, I, I mean, I like chest hair, arm, whatever. Yeah. And then Jen comes out and she's wearing like Christmas pajamas. <laughs> no, 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 no. Christmas pajamas would have been better. These are pajamas that she got from I don't know where, but I Rams have to closet, Kimmy. That's where. But they look like she got them from Asia someplace. Like they, they had kittens on them. Kittens. And then little <laughs> they had little characters and flowers. And I was like, no, but you packed these. Like you were like, these are my pajamas. And even if you weren't trying to get laid. Why did no, why did you, no, you don't need to wear lingerie to look cute? <laughs> yeah, like she could be wearing like a little cute, like matching set that's like shorts or like I don't know. Cats aren't sexy. What was like, Joey wearing? What oh, was like, Joey wearing at the at the um at the ski lodge? She, wasn't thank, you she, for ask, thank you for asking. I would love to tell you. She had. A- <laughs> Give me this <us> memorized. <laughs> Describe this like five hundred times. Yeah, Kimmy, tell me exactly what Joey was wearing at the ski. He had lodge. a white tank top, which was like nice and casual, and yes. like these pink silk pajamas on that yes. like were not tight fitting but not too big, so like yeah. they were nice and loose. And then remember she was like brushing her hair, so like her hair was just falling. Yeah, really I do remember slowly, that, right? And then like the only Wait, did he part- brush her hair. He did. He came out and brushed her hair. And then yeah. the only awkward part was like it got caught a little bit when she was trying to be sexy. Kimmy <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> <laughs> is just like, and at minute 5921. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened, Kimmy? And oh then what God. happened? Like, I'm going back too deep, but like, that's the look, right? Like, she was sexy without trying. And that's the thing. You yeah. gotta, you know what it is? They ha- She has to be wearing like a, you can't look like you're trying too hard but you you like you can't look like you're like i expected this but you also can't look like you borrowed grams's pajamas <laughs> like you need to like there's an in-between girl like there is an yeah. in-between and she's not meeting the standards now her hair 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 on jen's hair good. The makeup is like so subtle. Like it looks like she's just like, I wiped up all my makeup to go to bed, but secretly I have a layer of stuff on that you can't tell. Like, yeah. It's a natural look. Yeah. Um, Who do you think gym? chose this outfit? Who was like, I like, and what was the purpose behind it? Mm-hmm. Like, it's I very baggy too, right? Yeah, they're huge. It <laughs> looks like two sizes too big for Jen. 
Um, but Dawson's all smiley. He's all excited. He's been thinking about his dad. He's like thinking about him in a good way. He said talking about him in front of all those people. Like it was just nice to like remember him and appreciate who he was without feeling guilty about everything, without feeling like I let him down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're all like having a very nice conversation. Like, um, and like, it's really nice because Dawson says, it's really nice that you've been there for me. Like, you figured out a way to be there for me. And I won't be able to put into words, like, how that, what that means for me. Um, and Jen says that Dawson restores her faith in the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, and she said, just because it didn't work out with us all those years ago, you still managed to give me a place in your heart. And, like, this tracks for me very much because – they still maintained a very close friendship. I feel like they've been there for each other and given each other advice. And like, Sarah, we've always said we really love the scenes between Jen and Dawson where they're just like talking about their own relationships and kind of giving each other advice. Maybe not the ice cream conversation that we've had to talk <laughs> I mean, about. I didn't mind weird. it, but didn't sure. Either, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I do think this is, this makes sense. Like this is continuity yeah. wise, this tracks. It it does track. She's they've always been there for each other. There hasn't been like a lot of weirdness, even when Pacey um and Jen had their miniature fling on uh which island. He was he was very like cool and calm and collective about that as well. He was like, you dumb fucks, like this is not gonna work out well. But he wasn't mad like Joey was, right? Like they've both like been very like I don't know, it's been easy and relationships and love and passion is supposed to be easy we don't have to fight all the time or fight for it all the time yeah. i won't ever let which island go kimmy <laughs> like kimmy just wrote <laughs> i will if i can have a moment to talk about which island i will talk about it it's my wall to be honest you, with you, you love it i know it's it's fine it's like but no, you're you're right. Like it's a different type of love, and it's kind of cool to see. I wish they did do a parallel back to like the ice cream conversation, like the morning after, to be like, "Oh, I'm so glad I talked to you about." Oh my god, <laughs> that would be very fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. It's interesting. So then, uh, so then, um, Dawson asks, well, why didn't it work out between us? And I love Jen being like, uh, Dadoy, you were in love with Joey. Hello. And he's like, that's too easy. And he was like, the real reason is like, you were never attracted to me. And Jen was like, I don't even think she said anything. I just think that she, she says, is that what in. you think? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and he's he like, yeah. He's like, but you she- safe. Yeah. And like, to be fair, this is all true. Like the thing with Joey, it's like, yeah, Dawson, like you were in love with Joey and she saw it and she broke up with you. And all of that was very true in the moment. It's almost like he kind of forgot that all happened. Yeah. But like her being attracted to him, it's like, I do think we talked about this, Sarah. Do you remember we were at the time? I remember us being like, she's not attracted to him. She does think he's safe. Um, yeah, but obviously true. that has changed. And so to like prove him wrong, um, she like goes over and she kisses him. I screamed. I really did. <laughs> I yelled. I was like, oh, this is so exciting. Yeah, oh, so steamy. It was so good. It was so good. It was so like. 
like passionate and it wasn't awkward like the Dawson and Joey kiss <laughs> was and it like he just like leans in and takes control which is what I love and it was a good TV kiss a very good TV kiss yeah it was everything about it was really hot it was good if they just if I didn't have to see the pajamas I, <laughs> I know the only thing Kimmy right because like he's wearing we haven't really talked about what he's wearing in case people didn't rewatch the episode like he's wearing just like a brown t-shirt and yeah. like jeans so yeah. he looks very like cash and she's dressed like for a children's sleepover party and so she like, takes but, off his shirt though we see oh, yeah. a topless we see a nipple Dawson's nipple. What is a nipple? I don't. Well, I, I haven't well, seen Dawson's topless well, once in six years. Well, because years. Sarah, they don't want us to forget that, or they excuse me, they don't want us to remember that he's like twenty-seven years old. So they don't want us to show how ripped he actually is. That's a good. I point. love it. Because that's not who Dawson is on the show. You Jessica, know what I, mean? I like, saw ribs. How many ribs did you see? Listen, I saw so it was many. a sexy, sexy moment. And I'm he, not gonna, I'm not gonna deny he that. He starts to take off her grandma pajamas, <laughs> and it fades to black. It was yeah, sexy. No. It was very. They had the chemistry there. It was, they, it was good. I, I wonder if they have a cap on the number of sex scenes they they can do in a year because when yeah. they do them, it is steamy. It's good. They do like once, one every year. Yeah. And they then, get the zoom-ins right, Kimmy. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, now we're going to zoom in on her hands, like, pulling his shirt up. And then his hand, like, uh, going around her, like, uh, like around her inner hair. You know what I mean? Like, they know how to zoom in on those key moments. Joey and Dawson could never, though. No, like, I can't no. imagine. Let's remember what their last kiss like. and how no. it looked like two fucking cousins. Like, no, it was nasty. No, thank you. I don't want to ever think about that kiss again. It okay. was terrible. What, what was a better sex scene? This or Joey Pacey? Joey Pacey. What kind of question is that? Yeah, no, I think that Joey Pacey was still steamier. No. No, come on, Sarah. Do you remember... Like when Joe, when he like lifts Joy up and she has a little gasp. Yes. Um, oh yeah, the gasp was. You remember the strap good. that the like strap? just falls off? Okay. Well, Sarah. yeah, that's what that's what Kimmy said. Yeah, All and, right, and her outfits see. outfits are better. Like I, I actually think, and the buildup, right? The like build up there. the buildup was bigger. Pacey's, where's, where's, where's your wallet, Pacey? <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have your wallet? That where's your question. wallet condom? <laughs> your one condom. Let's see. I'm going back in time. We're going it's back definitely to sexier. a winter I'm sale. sorry, Sarah, but it's it's, it's the PC Joey is sexier. It literally, it. It they is. always, Sarah, like, they always had chemistry. Yeah. Like, Pacey and Joey, even when they were just kissing, there was always this, this, like, palpable sexual energy. Right. So, but, like, oh, but then we had to listen to the whole, like, you carried my bag, like, down the uh, snow banks, and we went you're to just, the movies, and you bought popcorn. We had to hear Joey doing, talk. You're just proving my, proving my point. You okay. never hear Joey talk. You know she doesn't have words. And she <laughs> had a whole monologue. She had <laughs> you know she does not communicate. She only knows how to run, Sarah. <laughs> she didn't even. She didn't sprint once during sex. Like yeah, this is a win. I yeah. imagine. Oh my god, Kimmy. I imagine after they had sex, she does one of those things where she lays back on the bed and like lifts her hips up and starts just like air pedaling in the air just to get it out. You know. <laughs> I think that the difference is is that the. Joey and Pacey scene was an act of love 
And there was no love in the dirt that we got between Dawson and Jen. See, to me, it was more comfort. Joey delicately delicately takes off Pacey's shirt and Jen rips that shit off of Dawson. <laughs> we don't have time to delicately like unbutton the this shirt. Wasn't, in my opinion, this wasn't a sex act of lust. This was a sex act of comfort. Of this is familiar. This I is don't like think so. this is a um this is a what could have been sex moment. I there are parts where it's both. Because, like, if I think about his hands on the grandma pajamas, he's moving everywhere. He's like, lots of hands. Oh, Everything's in slow motion with Pacey yeah. and Joey. If Lizzie and Joey are making love. Jen yes. and Dawson are fucking. So yes, exactly. I, I, That's they are the getting busy, Sarah. Yeah. They yeah. are getting busy. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, can we get a ruling? Things. Can we get a ruling? I mean, is getting is... busy acceptable to say in no. today's world? Getting busy is absolutely unacceptable. I'm ashamed. <laughs> 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 I think it just is like it's like what are you going for right like do you want like the softness that is the love between Joey and Pacey or do you want the lust in the grandma pajamas <laughs> the lust in the grandma pajamas which do you want yeah yeah I guess it's um, a choice it's a choice although I will say like you said it's very lusty but the next morning they're sitting in these like eggplant purple silk sheets <laughs> i can't with these yeah, very slippy and like jen is like doing the whole like playing with like dawson's hair as he wakes up it's like mm-hmm. very um like relationshipy or she wants some morning sex we don't know she wants morning sex yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he just wakes up and he smiles because he remembers and i like he's like i just yeah, and it's like the first time that we've seen like lightness in Dawson in a little bit. That's, That's good. And yeah, yeah. He, needed, he needed that sweet release. And he does say he's <laughs> like, "Oh, they always told me your first time is not as good as you imagine it, but that was every bit the fantasy." Um, and yeah. he goes, "You were and Jen, shh, we were. We were. Such a liar. She was gassing that man. Is, head you off. think? She, yes. Oh, come on." Okay, Sarah, let me tell you, let me let me break this down for you. This is exactly what happened. Yeah. They have sex. Dawson right. is done in five seconds. He instantly yeah. falls asleep, as men do. Oh. Jen finishes herself off in the bathroom. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. That's a with thousand the hose, percent what happened. The shower? Yeah, no, she probably just finished herself off with, like, her electric toothbrush or something. I don't know. Wow, that was <laughs> Sarah looks disgusting. I was not expecting you to say that. Jessica. <laughs> that, like... Hmm. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, she used the right end herself. Oh God! Yeah. Oh! Um. Okay, no! I gotta say, like, I am a little disappointed. I never got to see Dawson cry after sex. That's the one thing I wanted. That was Not like yet. on my yeah. Dawson's Creek bucket list. He also has really nice chest hair. He's fucking hot, Jessica. Do you see him? He does tons of stuff on his Instagram with his 60 children. (laughs) No, that's why I don't follow him on Instagram because I don't care about his 60 children. They're all little white cherubs. Blonde as can be. Um, Anyway. I will say, Sarah, the morning after between Dawson and Jen is much better. Much better. 
than yes. Joey and Pacey. Like, we were great. Yes, exactly. That's what, <laughs> that's what Pacey wanted to hear. Yeah, there was no, oh, yeah. it was good. Yeah. It was fine. It was no, nice. We were great. <laughs> it was like, we were great. We were, and he's like, you're right. We, like, when he pulls we her in, great. it's like, come on, Dawson. You know, you weren't great. But he's, you, he is feeling himself though, because Jen knows, Jen is not Joey. Jen knows he needs to be lifted up. And yeah. so you say, we were great. You don't just say, oh, because nice. she could have said, oh, thank you so much. I know I was great. No, no, no. She goes, we were great. Not just good. We were great. Great. Yeah, that's that's affirming words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's she's a much more complimentary lover than Joey, which is yes. not surprising. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. my God, no. Um, Back inside the restaurant. Oh, who cares? Honestly, <laughs> we go from fucking amazing conversations to this. Um, Pacey is, like, quitting uh and he says you know what this is about caring you're the guy who's cheating on his wife you put me in the middle of it did you ever stop to think did you ever stop to think about karen and he goes <laughs> no no but no one has actually Nobody. no one cares about karen that's yeah. the whole situation uh and he goes more than you'll ever know kid it's like <laughs> all right danny all i right. wish she was as passionate as you are just now jesse was like more than you ever know kid yeah what is happening here like you don't care karen quit you really don't care if pacey's quitting and you forget that you have cheated on your wife like this guy sucks he really does it's stupid and and he's just like you know what karen beat you to it karen's already quit your job's still here if you want it and so pacey leaves and i i I think i messaged you sarah and i was like i'm confused does pacey still work here I kind of feel like he does still work there, but it's going to be very awkward at this restaurant going forward. Truly. They're trying to give him like a redemption arc because even when Karen left, which again, is she leaving? Leaving town. It seems like she's leaving town. She's like a bag. I was like, how did he find her? But like, she was like, he's a, Danny's a good guy. Why is Karen still defending Danny? Like what? Has Danny done that he deserves her like he's just a good chef, Kimmy? And apparently that's all that fucking matters to these people <laughs> is that he knows how to make a fucking crepe. I've never seen him cook once, and that's <laughs> that's like the true sign of a head chef is that you've never seen them cook at any point yeah. in time. Yeah, yeah. Um so back in Joey's dorm, uh Joey comes in and Jack and Audrey are chatting. And uh, Audrey says, you know what? I was putting Jack through a really grueling apology. He passed. Um, And so she gives him a hug. And uh, she goes, no hard feelings. You have a lot of making up to do. Like, next time you set me up, it better be with someone secure enough with girls not to resort to muscle and fitness. (laughs) Um, Audrey's very forgiving. She is very forgiving. She leaves the room. I have a question. As she's leaving the room, she says to Joey, and I listened to this like many times, and I had the closed captioning on. As she's leaving, she says, go easy on him, bunny. And I'm like, since when does Audrey call Joey bunny? <laughs> I heard that, but it felt natural, to be honest with you. I was like, mm, this seems about right. Now, once again, more further evidence that I am Audrey or Audrey is me. I use the nickname bunny. Yeah, I, Audrey, she has such small parts in this episode and steals every scene that she's in. Oh, like how Audrey, how busy Phillips didn't get a spinoff, but fucking Will Kretzky did, will (laughs) like forever haunt my soul. Like, I young Americans didn't do it for you, Kimmy. (laughs) We love young Americans. You don't want you don't want a whole spinoff show about white men and their private schools. 
it's it's like the only podcast of yours I haven't been able to get through, be, not because of you guys, but because of how bad the show was. It was so bad. Sponsored yeah. by Coca-Cola, don't you forget. <laughs> um, I love Busy Phillips. I've been, uh, I follow her on Instagram and she's Great so freaking funny. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's oh. so good. And I love that like, I, it doesn't it, it tracks to me that she would be a very forgiving person especially knowing what she goes through with her mom that she kind of is just like this is nothing compared to what i deal with with my mom so of course yeah. i'll forgive jack and so she i love that she's like telling joey too like if if audrey can forgive jack then joey should be able to forgive jack considering audrey was the one who he was being like a complete douchebag about yeah um, but nobody holds a grudge like joey potter professional grudge holder yeah not a single human she's mm-hmm. she, she's top tier yeah top um, tier buddy but he does he says i don't have any you know i don't have anything way to defend myself but like it's really hard to balance things meeting new friends and bringing them together with my old friends um and i don't understand why joey is immediately like it doesn't help when old friends are quick to judge something they know nothing about i'm like joey why are you giving him any sort of like leeway here this is ridiculous professional grudge holder joey is gonna give him leeway come on She's college now. Maybe she's uh it's more like I will forgive, but I will never forget. I mean, I I, I would hope, but she ends it. I think she says something like, right, Jess? She's like, I like it doesn't help when your friends are already judging the people that you're with. And it's like, yeah. but no, I'm judging based upon actual facts, not yeah, what I think not what I think a fraternity is. Yeah. Like yeah, I gave it a chance. I went to the thing with you, and these people are awful, and you act like a douche while you're around them so like yeah I, I like i don't know why she even attempts to sort of apologize it's out of character for her i think it's like the 45 year old writer is being like frats aren't that bad just because they degrade <laughs> women what's yeah. the problem that's what yeah. it feels like because when you look at who does the majority of talking in this apology it's joey jack barely says anything because he's just like yeah sometimes i need people to help to keep me from being an ass and she just goes on and on about growing up in a small town and like how you need to learn things when you get to the big city and like what the fuck and jack just says yeah and then joey (laughs) says if it's a fraternity that you need we'll accept that i need to i need to learn to be less extreme about it and then they hug and i'm like where the fuck even was the i'm sorry where the yeah i heard no that's true yeah where was the i was an ass uh you know some of the frat brothers can be misogynistic and i leaned in instead of speaking up against what they were saying where was all of that where was i promised to do better moving forward none of it happened this wasn't even an apology i i wish the storyline was like jack found like this great lgbtqia group and he was like ditching his friends for that and they didn't understand it and like then it would be the small town story would make sense but like what in the small town you don't understand douchey guys what's happening Mm -hmm. what's going on here it's so dumb it's so dumb it doesn't make any sense truly truly yeah it's it feels like what joey is saying where he is now hiding more than he is expressing himself if he was if he was expressing himself why is he bringing girls to this frat party instead of like finding an actual date? Why is he going along with all this misogynistic bullshit? Like it just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Maybe he really is an asshole though. Well, I maybe, guess we'll find out. Maybe this is the true him and you know, the small when he was at home he uh was just perceived to be nicer. 
How about I that? Like they, I feel like they made the character to try to be this, like, who's this guy, and then yeah. they accidentally also made him gay, and so they don't know how to like balance those two things. Yeah, and it's it's weird. You know, and I do needs... feel like. Oh, I was just gonna say, Sarah. I feel like with Kevin Williamson gone, yeah, like yeah. it because I know like he based a lot of Jack on him. And it feels like without him, there's no real direction. It's almost like they're like, well, we kind of regret making Jack gay. And so we're yeah. going to turn him into a frat bro instead. Oh, That's yeah. what it feels like, though, because they're like, instead of actually giving him like, again, we got rid of Toby, which makes sense. I'm not like saying that that was a bad choice, but it's like, oh, instead of actually giving him LGBTQIA storylines and like doing that, it's like, no, we're just going to throw him in a frat and have him try to adjust. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I guess so. I, I mean, I do think that somebody would have had to join Greek life if they're going into college, but I don't see like it actually being like a supportive experience. I hope that he doesn't drop the frat, though. We'll he see. Hopefully he informs them all in a really unrealistic way. Um, then we have Pacey saying goodbye to Karen, which again, who cares? <laughs> No one cares. They want us to. She's I think like, she has way, a long don't... chomp. She what? what? Has a long chomp, a bag. No, I'm not I that have is. no idea what the fuck that oh, is. Okay, well, a long chomp, a long chomp, <laughs> yeah, a long chomp. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Is it a brand? Yeah, 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 yeah. You've oh, probably okay. seen the bag before. It's like a very popular bag, but okay, whatever. Um, she's leaving. Uh, she says, "I don't regret it." Uh, I owe myself major regrouping. Thank you for making me realize that. You called me on a lot of my things that need fixing, and nobody can save you from yourself. Uh, Sarah, do you think she's coming back? I sure hope not. (laughs) 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 And then, like you said, Kimmy, she gives him the advice of, oh, but you should still stick with Danny. He's not a bad guy. He has a soft spot for you. What? <laughs> okay. It's like, okay, fine. Hey, you remember that guy that like cheated on his wife with me and then lied to me and gaslit me into thinking that he would ditch his wife and then he didn't? He and didn't so give me the job. Yeah, yeah and I deserve. Overlooked me for the job because we were having sex together. Yeah, and wielded his power so much that I felt like I had to quit my job. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah, not that you, bad. You should, you should, you should give him a chance. And then the audacity of the show. The audacity of the show to be like, we're going to show you how much Pacey actually cares about Karen by calling her by her last name. I was pissed. I was so upset. And he goes, yeah, take care, Witter. You too, Torres. No, she doesn't get last name treatment. How fucking dare you try to put her in that category? I wish they made, like, Pacey, like, a playboy for, like, a good couple episodes. Like, just fun. a whole bunch of girls. Because this going after a random chick storyline and, like, not ever talking about his feelings for joey just it doesn't track it's so stupid no it's like he forgot it yeah so weird yeah i'm really i was it really didn't work for me this whole storyline no um and i don't understand why karen has to leave town she has to regroup sarah (laughs) just get a different job she can't even be in the same city as him because then she'll just go back to him it's boston not cape side like she could find another yeah Yeah. seriously it's a big city where where is she going she has to take the yellow cab out of here it's ridiculous um back at the hotel room jen and dawson are packing and they're like oh back to reality 
Um, and Jen wants to talk about things because she's Jen and not Joey. Um, and, uh, she says, part of me wishes last night could just be a beautiful memory, but the other part of me knows that sex changes everything and I don't want to lose our friendship. And Dawson says, we're not losing our friendship. Like I promise you. Um, and Dawson says sex changes things, but who says it has to be for the worst? Mm. Um, and, oh, here we go. Um, yeah, he says, I, if I told you I knew where this was leading, I'd be lying to you because I don't. All I know is it happened last night and it felt right. And if sex changes things, I say, bring it on. I'm ready to explore that. Yeah, I'm ready for change. And then he does my favorite thing ever. He's like, let's stay here for a few days. And he just like dumps out his bag. I love Carefree Dawson. I was like, this is your favorite thing ever? <laughs> I, that would make me so anxious if someone just dumped their bag out no, on the floor. No, I like that he's spontaneous and carefree and is not overthinking everything and being a, a freaking creepy Listen, I, I'm here for season five, Dawson. Honestly, yes. like, he's the only character I can get behind. Well, um, Jen is good too, though. Jen, Jen is, is good. I, did, I I wasn't crazy about her porn episode, um, but yeah. she is she is she is good, and she's a. I feel like she's judging Jack in the way that he's like pushing back, and like like she doesn't really yeah, get the fair. idea. But J Dawson is the only one that's getting off like scot free. Like he's at a hundred percent, and that has never happened in the history of Dawson's Creek. So I'm I'm giving him. Yeah, give him credit. Well, it's, yeah, and they I say think, now they're. It seems like they're dating now because she says that I'm your girlfriend because well, they're like in the honeymoon suite. Yeah, I don't really know if they're dating. Like, I wouldn't consider them like together, together. But like, I think that they're going to have like this little fling for at least a few episodes. It felt like they were DTRing without actually DTRing. Well, I thought that they were just being like playful. Like, yeah, like we're like together. They're like pretending like they're like a married couple in this town i just think there's no way they're going to be having sex and they're not going to catch feelings when there already were like existing feelings there Maybe. how many how many sex points does do you guys get for uh this episode um, oh for this episode okay well, well sarah gets the virginity points you get the virginity points yeah i just get like gen sex points correct well, how many twice because can we assume they had sex at least twice um well, he does carry her to the bed but like we won't know until the next episode if, like, we see yeah, them, I guess. Yeah, like, we only, I only have evidence for one. It's very tricky, the sex yeah. points. We're trying to be uh, a little more stingy and less liberal with it, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I need cold, hard facts. Yeah. You need grandma pajamas on the ground. Granny on pajamas. the ground. Yeah. But that was our episode, which, to be fair, like, the Pacey stuff is crap and we don't care about it. Like, the main, the main, like point we always want to talk about is the Dawson and Jen have sex right like yeah. it's not yeah, the best episode really ever exciting. I know yeah. it's a little hyperbolic for me to be like this is the best episode I've ever seen but I was very very excited about the Jen and Big Dawson moment. stuff and it's it, I mean to me personally it's working for me I like it it's interesting yeah. it's exciting mm -hmm. yeah um, BBE and, and I feel like we got a good like I feel like Jack is getting a story arc you know, whether we oh, like it or not, he's yeah. actually getting an arc. That's and we true. Talk, we talked a lot about that, too. And the episode centered around, like, Dawson losing his virginity. We talked a lot about, like, Jack as well, um, which is very rare that we care about what's happening with him. Um, yeah. That's so, so true. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to hear some feedback from DBK? He sent in a voicemail. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I think it's going to be good. 
what up though ladies so dawson after five seasons lost his virginity Mm -hmm. i'm curious did you guys get this vibe or did you catch this dawson stupid like giggle smile thing he had going like this whole episode when he was with jen i don't know i just i was really feeling the vibes between them or at least like dawson's happiness so i'm curious to track that because like i was really liking it this episode let's talk about jack is what jack did so bad I don't think so, because I feel like he gave Audrey the heads up off screen because it seemed like she was like pumped for this before and like sort of had an idea what she was getting into. So like, I don't know why Joey freaked out so much. I mean, obviously, he shouldn't have said she was easy and a for sure thing. But outside of that, I feel like what he did wasn't so bad. Pacey gave the half Jacobs, as I'm coined it now, is he called Karen by his last name, her last name, which is Pacey's tell for like, hey, I want to sleep with you. Because like he was obsessed with calling Miss Jacobs Tamara, and now he has to call all his loves by their last name. It's like a subconscious thing, I think. I don't know, but it's his tell, I swear. There's one girlfriend in the future. I'm curious if he'll do it with. We'll see. If he does, that'll be like, wow, I never noticed that before. Mm, anything else this episode that happened? I think Joey's going to be pretty mad about this situation because she told uh, Jen to take care of Dawson, and I don't think that's what she meant. So we'll have to see how that Uh-oh. plays out. But anyways, till next week, ladies. Peace. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Wait, that does beg the question. It reminds me very much of when Dawson told Pacey to take care of Joey. Yep. I didn't Oh no. That's that um, not what they mean. You gotta be specific. It's not what they meant. So um, every single time you have to be like, oh, make sure you take care of someone. Take be care. Like, Take, but not that. But, but like, not that. Do not fall in love with them and fuck them. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's so funny. Um, yeah. But DBK, Did- Audrey had no idea. Audrey was told she was being set up on a blind date. Not that there was a guy who thought she was easy. There is a right. very big difference, at least from what I understood based on the context of everything, Audrey had no clue that this guy was expecting to sleep with her. She just thought it was a first date. Every time DBK like, like said something like about these, like I'm reminded that like, we were like, oh, like boys don't talk this way. There's no way this is happening. Apparently it is. And so like, <laughs> is it so bad to make a list full of girls that only you want to sleep with and that you don't care about? Yes. But apparently, like, men don't think it's, think it's that bad. It's different if Audrey went in with those expectations. Like, if she agreed to it knowing that that's what was expected, that's very different. If she's like, hey, he wants to hit it and quit it, me too. Sounds great. Totally different. But in this situation, based on the fact that we had Jack apologizing to her the next day, and yeah. based on what she had said to Joey when they were getting ready, she's like, oh, this is a blind double date is what she called it. Like, yeah. I do not get the vibe that she was aware of what was expected in this situation. And the guy came over and was like, what the hell? You said she was easy. She's not giving it up very easily. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, he also was like, 
like trying to get over one on her and like trying to like impress her to just sleep with him. There's yeah. no way that that, she, that Audrey was in on this. Like, I don't know why they couldn't just set it up. If they want to sleep together, nobody cares. It's the fact that like she's seen as a prude because she doesn't want to sleep with him on the first date. And Jack's like, no, she's easy. It's like, there's no in-between. She can't just be a human being that wants yeah. to sleep with people if she wants to and not if she doesn't. Like Exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, to to DBK's point about um about uh Vibes. Pacey. Oh, and that. oh no, yeah, I was gonna say just like Pacey and and whatever the the last Karen, treatment. Jared yeah, I'm curious Forrest. to see what um who he's who he's talking about to see if Pacey does yeah. it again. But definitely, I think the vibes were there with Dawson and Jen. Like he seemed happier than he seemed in episodes for sure. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there was this point where like when Oliver's being creepy and he's like, "Oh, there's your girlfriend," and they turn around and there's like a she's all that moment. Where she like mm. it's like walking down slowly, and his face is like, "Oh my god, mm. I can't believe that next." It's like, okay, she it took off. a hat, she took off her overalls. <laughs> well, she took off the ugly hat, so maybe he was like, "Oh, she's hot." Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, if you would like to send in feedback, you can always do so. Shitnannyspod.com if you want to send us in a voicemail, which we love getting. Uh, shitnannyspod at gmail.com if you want to just send an email. And of course, uh, we're on Twitter for now, uh, at shitnannyspod. Also, we're on Instagram, which seems to be staying around. Um, so... Um, uh, that was that was our episode. Like I said, like I feel like the Dawson stuff is like the big news. The rest of the episode's like just fine. But Sarah, do you want to hear the title of the next episode? Remember when we were talking about how these episodes were all like out of whack in terms of episode order? Yeah. So this next one is yeah. called Four Scary Stories. Oh no, not this again. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I re- can I request that you guys watch all of the Halloween episodes and rank them, um, but like in order of awfulness, like which yes. one? Is- <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do that, that as a as a project when we're all done. We'll have to go back and rewatch because that is like a thing, right? Like yeah. there's always like a Halloween episode. Well, but like the thing is, is that Kevin Williamson's not even there anymore. So why are they holding on to this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about next episode. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Coming up next. Uh, can't wait to talk about it's gonna that It's going to be so, week. like, useless in the story. <laughs> like, nothing's going to happen. Well, what is it? Four scary stories? Four scary stories. <laughs> I will say, never mind. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just like, listen. <laughs> just watch it and just be like, like I like I don't know if you do drugs, but like maybe like, the way maybe I should. Alcohol, like it is one of those things where you're, you're going to be like, "What the fuck?" And you have to just embrace it. It's yeah. so it's actually. Sarah, like, we've said we we've been embracing yeah. the yeah. like wacky stuff. I'm very yeah. into positivity. Positive about it. Go yeah, into positivity. So- I'm trying to lower my expectations to be pleasantly surprised. There you go. That's what I'm trying. For the next episode, the bar should be in hell. So it should should be the lowest it could ever be. Okay. God. Fair Um, enough. Yeah. That was our episode. Kimmy, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you back on. I really have been looking forward to this so much. Thank you guys so, 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 so much. Um, I, I I love every second of it. It's just just joyous. Um, it's so fun. Where can people find you if they want to hear more from you, Kimmy? Um, well, like 
I've decided that I have like a professional life, but also I have this passion for uh, TV as well. So I made the world's worst um, um, Twitter name uh, called Ships Only for Fun, the letter four. Ooh, <laughs> and, um, wow. I mainly just talk about all the TV relationships that I'm obsessed with. Um, and uh, currently I'm on a big all-American kick um, because they have like the best chemistry relationship I've seen since, um, well, since the Vampire Diaries, but it's it, it it rivals Joey and Pacey, I would say. Um, and so I, I I follow me there. It's it's I just talk a lot of crap. I, I do a lot of threads about All American, um, and that's what I do when I waste my time and I'm not working. So fun. Just followed. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> um sarah what do you have going on where can people find you um on psr i covered the entire season of the crown with lt that was super fun i was also on mediapedia where i guess i totally like gave a bunch of bad takes on uh bad seasons of television i'm fine with that um over here also with lt in preparation for the upcoming wednesday TV series that's debuting on Netflix. We covered Adam's family that will be coming out the Wednesday after this episode comes out the day before Thanksgiving. So check out our coverage of the Adam's family. And then of course we had, um, Mary, our friend Mary over here from Kowski Cast, and we talked about Do Revenge, which is not a 90s movie, but it's a movie that references a lot of 90s movies that we've covered previously like uh clueless we've covered that cruel intentions we've covered that i know what you did last summer we did that quite recently romy michelle's high school reunion a whole bunch of stuff that we've previously covered all of those movies and more were referenced in do revenge um so watch the movie it was great listen to the podcast you can find me at Lee Sterling on Twitter. Uh, community building is back over on Posture Recaps. So we're covering season four of Community right now. And of course, I'm still covering Mythic Quest. I think I have some other stuff in the works, but I'll let you all know about it when it happens. Um, again, if you want to send in any feedback, shit90spod.com. You can reach us and reach out about anything you're anything you're feeling. Boy Meets World related, Dawson's Creek related extra content related we're coming up on the holiday season so pre get prepared because we're going to be putting out some holiday content yeah um i think that's everything we have so we will be back next week talking halloween content in december um <laughs> so uh, check us out next time have a good one everybody bye Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.